brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This week you were very productive and Comrade Co. cannot thank you enough for your contribution. You put together 16 bicycles, each of which I was able to sell for $200. So here is your paycheck for $3,200. Oh, wow. This is amazing. Thank you. And here's your bill. My bill? Well, yes, but don't worry. It's itemized as we want to be completely transparent here at Comrade Co., you used $1,100 in bicycle parts, so those are deducted, then $250 for rent based on the space you occupy. Furniture, fixtures, and tools you utilized were bought outright before the switch, so we'll just deduct an even amount per week until that's paid off. If you work here for another 10 years, $228 a week should cover it, provided you never need upgrades, but we can factor those in, you know, should they occur. Your equipment is on a straight-line depreciation method, so that is evenly calculated at $150 per month for the next 10 years. 10 years? But what if I... Water, electricity, gas, garbage, recycling, maintenance, and cleaning services and supplies were all based on your time present and space occupied. That total came to $96.34. And since we cannot determine exactly how much total toilet paper you use or coffee you drink. We just took all daily supplies and divided them by the number of workers. We provided donuts on Monday's meeting and Friday's pizza party factored in as well. So that comes to $29 even. But I don't even drink coffee. But you have the ability to drink coffee, yes? Too many of us have the need to drink it and the caffeinating needs of the many far outweigh the decaf needs of the few. So, from each according to their ability and all... I guess, but... 
Your share of the corporate income taxes comes to $272.59 per week. Then there's your medical, social security, FICA, and unemployment insurance, which comes to $279 even. Since the payroll staff has state-of-the-art software, we were able to knock the department down to one part-timer, so your share of their cost is only $27.50 per week. You mean people are losing their jobs? Don't worry, they'll be well cared for. Again, from each according... Oh, that reminds me. I forgot the $774.29 unemployed comrade charge. But that only leaves me with $13.28 to live on. Well, you should be fine. After all, your rent will be highly subsidized and your food provided by the state... Unfortunately, I will not be able to give you the time off you need to wait in line for it, as all of your co-workers have already quit to do so. Hopefully you have a family member who can wait for you. You mean I can't even eat? What is the point of me working at all? Well, I'm afraid you're the only full-timer left, and someone has to produce for the rest of us. But if I don't get to keep what I earn and I'm forced to work while others get the fruit of my labors, that, that, that's slavery. Ah, comrade. But at least it's not capitalism. Uh, thanks? At Goggle, we care about you. We want you and America to succeed. How do we do this? by rigging American elections using Chinese money and then blaming it on the Russians. What can be more American than that? And how are we raising Chinese money, you ask? Here's Goggle spokeswoman Amanda Spokes to explain. In 2010, we took a bold stand against Chinese censorship of our products. Since then, of course, we've come to our senses. After all, China has a population of 1.34 billion custom... Uh, I mean, people. Our measly American population of 311 million just can't compete with that. Besides, we've already dominated the West with our product, and now it's time to head East. Rest assured, though, our new Chinese friends will have the same wide range of search engine access as you do, as long as they don't search for silly subjects like human rights, democracy, religion, and peaceful protest. What does this mean for you in the long term? Well, in order to appease the deep state, I, um, I mean, in order to streamline our global operations, we are going to provide a more uniform browsing experience for all of our customers worldwide. China and the EU are holding us to stringent standards, and we believe these stringent standards should also be applied here in our home country. Besides... You know enough about human rights and democracy. You certainly don't need our help for that. In conclusion, I would like to say to our loyal American supporters that we appreciate your money. I, I mean, your loyalty. As they say in China, Azia Zia Zapan. How's that for blatant honesty? Goggle, bringing 1984 into 2018 since 1998.
views expressed on Counterculture Wise are those of the hosts and the dog, and are not necessarily the opinions held by any of our platforms, our advertisers, or any other dogs. you listen today remember we are so much more than a radio show visit our website for commentary guest photos and links animations and merchandise follow us on twitter gab minds and most video platforms Counterculture-wise is a Stormcat production. And a good Sunday evening to you all. Has it not been an amazing day today? It has been a fantastic it day. It has been a fan-damn-tastic day. We have beautiful sunshine. It's not too hot. It's not chilly. The winds aren't kicking up. Yeah. Dog's in a good mood. We're in a good mood. Max has been in a good mood all day. He's been helping me mix all day. Now he's hiding. He'll be making an appearance later I'm on the sure show. I'm sure he will, yeah. yeah. Uh, he He's taking some time off because he worked really hard today. I Yes, I'll bet he, he did. did. He, he helped me mix. He helped me record. Max has, has really, really been a good kitty today. Yeah. Fritzy has been having a blast because normally we feed our birds what they call waste-free food, mm-hmm. which means that nothing falls to the ground, mm-hmm. which means that the pigeons aren't interested in it. Right. But my co-host, <laughs> my handsome husband, former Marine, my sweet baboo. Ba-boo. Was charged with buying birdseed. He got a different kind. Long story short, our entire yard is filled with, as Fritzy would say, yummy, yummy pigeons, <laughs> as far as the eye can see. <laughs> and some of these, I mean, there's one out there. I mean, that thing must weigh 20 pounds. It's the yeah, god pigeon. It's the god pigeon from the <laughs> Good like Feathers I'm walking cartoon. here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway, Fritzy's been really enjoying uh, that show. Well, I kind of already introduced my co-host, my sweet Babu. I am your hostess with the mostest, the mostest teeth, like so many teeth. I don't know what to do with them right now. I know. I'm not even really sure where to stick them, to be honest. They're just all over the place. I don't even know where, you are, where they are right now. Is I mean, they're like cool. everywhere. They're they're like, is it American Express? No, it was Visa. No, Visa's everywhere you want to be. Everywhere you want to be. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're like the anti-Visa. They're like... Oh. Up my nose and my eyeballs sticking out my ears. I mean, there are teeth every damn where. Anyway, hopefully you can all understand me. I don't sound like Biden or Pelosi. Or the love child of Pelosi and Elmer Fudd, as I've been sounding like for the last couple of weeks. I'll do my best not to gag into the mic. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> we have got a heck of a show today. We do, we do. And we are going to make this solemn promise. This we? show is 100% certified bona fide tequila free. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, we jokingly, when I, when I put out the video versions of the podcast on all of, well, pretty much everywhere. Last week's on, show, yeah. yeah. 
The third segment was called a one tequila floor <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yeah. So the wine of the week is going to be a special surprise, but it's going to be exceptionally low alcohol. Right. Because <laughs> last week was. Woo! Yeah. Uh, well, they were quant- it was Cointreau. There were like four uh, Grand different types. Yeah. And tequila Grand Marnier, in there. tequila. Yeah. Um, it, mm, and I never was a tequila girl. Jim, I like tequila, but. Jim kind of talked me into making margaritas, and the whole time I'm like, I, me and tequila are not the best of friends. Well, we were really good friends for about the first half a glass. And after the second half a glass, I don't know if I even knew what room I was in. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> so, if I knew what state I was in. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and believe it, it or not, we still managed after show walkie. So yeah. today, since it was such an amazing day, and we got everything done. And we've been working really hard all week. We did pre-show walkies. Yeah. Went to the park. Abby got to meet a barista who did the sweetest thing I've seen anybody do in a year. Because normally when you go to these places, if the barista really likes dogs, they'll give them what's called a puppuccino, which mm-hmm. is essentially a small cup filled with whipped cream. whipped cream. Yeah. You know, but this woman went above and beyond. She went above and beyond in a couple of ways. The first way is, of course, she had to be masked up because Nevada. But when I told her that Abby is completely deaf, she took off her mask and smiled and said, I bet she understands this. And that just made my heart sing. And you know what? Abby did understand Abby that. Abby understood completely. And then, now keep in mind, we're driving through a coffee shop. She says, can I give her some bacon? Like, <laughs> I'm like, can you? Heck, why don't you give me some yeah. too? <laughs> Jim had his head out the window faster than the dog did. <laughs> but yeah, she she loved on the dog. And then we went to our favorite park, which we haven't been to in a long time. Yeah, Sunset Park over. And, uh, uh, yeah. Right off of Sunset. Right. <laughs> so we went to Sunrise Coffee, which is right off the strip. And if you ever visit fabulous Las Vegas, take the time to drive down Sunset on the other side of McCarran and visit a coffee shop called Sunrise. They are probably the best coffee in the valley and yeah. best the, customer service. The, yeah, amazing customer service. They take their time brewing the coffee. They do a real good job. They have gourmet lattes. You can't – I've never seen anywhere else like – I had a lavender. Lavender mm. latte, and it is iced, smashing. I iced, mean, yeah, it's, it's just really – it, if you get it iced especially, and I had the Mexican mocha because I was just – That's love, my favorite, I love, yeah. I love Mexican mochas. They also have one that has chili – peppers in it i think mm-hmm. well just... they used to it's called the brimstone um mm-hmm. they don't have it anymore but you can special order it okay well yeah it's, it's and like plus the... they have all the regulars they have the dirty chai which is another favorite they of make mine. a really good dirty chai yeah. yeah and they make what they call the nom nom burrito which is vegetarian not vegan it has eggs in it but oh it's my one goodness. it's my favorite burrito in vegas mm-hmm. it's really so really they, good they use a an old school flour tortilla mm-hmm. lots and lots of spinach refried beans and egg and I don't know what tomatoes and what, yeah tomatoes and I don't know what seasoning they put in there but it's so good. So if you order it to go, they always cut it up for you. But if you order it in house, mm-hmm. and you can actually see pictures of this in our um, Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, they'll draw designs with the the um, what is the that sauce? Not the sauce. It's crap! I can't think of the stuff you sprinkle on top of deviled eggs. Um, Oh, well, paprika. Paprika. Why could I not think of the word paprika? Uh, So they actually, one time, uh, since I just say hope, because nobody spells Melanie right, but hope is easy to spell, they actually spelled out the word hope in paprika and a little sunshine. It was absolutely precious. So So they they go the extra mile. The food is delicious. They Mm -hmm. do not sponsor us. We sponsor them. Yeah. So (laughs) Heavily. (laughs) But, yeah, um, I, I can only hope we find something that good in our new home. We shall see, but you know, 
But Everywhere we've gone, we've always had really good luck. I mean, yeah. even when we're out in the middle of no damn where, like when we were up in Prim, we found the world's best coffee shop. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so we have very good, we have a nose for that. Yeah. And we make friends wherever we go. Yeah. So I, I have no doubt that we will not suffer greatly at all. Mm-hmm. Well, today, uh, if anybody saw our, our pimping of our show, you'll know that uh, Max really enjoyed his... Shakespearean monologue last week, so he has performed us another one, and that may or may not become a series. <laughs> um, got a little bit of music for you. We got a, a famous we, the, uh, Rat Packer that's going to yeah. be visiting us. Came, came back from beyond to uh, and perform. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think I have a drum roll thing. All I have is the joke thing. Well, drum roll. For the first time in. Like probably a year, a year at Literally, least. Literally, this first time this year, Abby got a letter and Abby's answering it. Yay, so, and, and, dog you know, Abby. It's really funny how when we talk about things that are happening in our life, mm-hmm. we'll get letters from people who are kind of going through something similar. Right. So this this will be an interesting letter from Abby. Yeah. So yeah, a lot going on. So before we head on into our show... I will let Chuck start start us out like Chuck usually does. Let's see what's happening in the world. And now, CCW News presents Holy Crap, This Is Actually Happening, The Truth Hurts Edition 2021. I'm Chuck U. Farley. The biggest story of the week is James O'Keefe suing Twitter for defamation. Twitter was a little too quick to permanently suspend his account using fake news as an excuse to censor Project Veritas, exposing CNN, admitting they are fake news. After the eruption of La Soufrière on the Caribbean island of St. Vincent, people without the COVID-19 vaccine were denied evacuation. Nothing says dystopian nightmare like an erupting volcano, except maybe the possibility of leaving your friends and family to 100% die over fear of a virus that might 0.02% kill you. This, of course, begs the question, how many doses will you need to be allowed back into society? Pfizer CEO Albert Buria is on record recommending not one, not two, but now three of his shots for greatest effectiveness. The number of Rona shots you'll be strongly recommended to take may be inversely proportional to the number of masks you'll be forced to wear. Borla insists that it is best to start with five masks and one shot and even it out from there. In fact, Borla says that you'll most likely need a series of shots every year, you know, because yacht payments don't make themselves... While rioters continuously looted Dollar Trees, set fire to gas stations, and pelted police officers with bricks, hospitalizing one of them, reporters chastised Minneapolis Police Chief Tim Gannon for using the term riot. Gannon wasn't having it and stopped just short of offering to peacefully protest them in the face. Speaking of mostly peaceful riots, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is still going on about the goings-on at the Capitol on January 6th. While she was immediately evacuated at the first hint of a tour group insurrecting the building, she confides that she never feared for her life because she is, quote, pretty tough. I'm a street fighter. They would have had a battle on their hands. End quote. 
She then went on to confide that her fearlessness had nothing to do with the fact that she is always surrounded by fully armed guards, but more because she wears stiletto heels. She then signed off on another order for 1,500 National Guard troops, steel-reinforced concrete barriers, and six square miles of razor wire to surround the building. CNN host Little Brian Stelter did a segment this week complaining that rival stations are not posting their vaccination selfies. After all, virtue signaling your virtue signal is the new black. After former Vice President Biden insulted current Russian President Vladimir Putin by first calling him a killer and then saying that Putin will pay a price for interfering in the 2020 elections, which, by the way, actually put him in office, the bully-in-chief immediately backed down and did his usual nothing. He then declared a national emergency for Russia's hacking of widely used software SolarWinds last year and signed yet another executive order that forces everyone in office to change their passwords from password to password USA, since it worked so well for Hillary. Biden then went on to fully ignore Russia's move into Ukraine, confusing the government of Ukraine, who stated, why isn't he helping us after we paid him and his brat all that dough? On Saturday, President Biden explained his initial decision to not increase the Trump-era limit on refugee admissions to the United States, stating that his administration couldn't do two things at once. While anyone with two brain cells to rub together can clearly see that he can barely do one thing at once, he received significant pushback from the cheap labor-hungry left, particularly on Twitter by the Squawk Squad, who blamed the whole fiasco on, of course, Ombre Naranjo Malo. For CCW News, this has been Holy Crap, This Is Actually Happening. I'm Chuck U. Farley. Good night, and God help us. You know, I, I love the fact that CCW was able to find Chuck Farley a, a, another gig because he was a reporter early on. He just didn't get as much work after Max and Fritzy basically took over the network. Well, so. I mean, he had the same problem that, that Fritzy had. You know, she kept reporting the news, and they don't like that. <laughs> so <laughs> both of them. Hi, Miss Fritz. Fritzy's joined us here in the studio. Um, she gives a shout-out to her boyfriend, Magic, who she knows is listening uh, taking a break from chasing the birds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my my um, Facebook cover photo is a portrait of her, and it's gotten rave reviews as opposed to some of the other stuff I post. <laughs> <laughs> she is uh, a really pretty girl. Yeah. Well, let's check out what we have in. Where did it go? I don't there know. we go. <laughs> Counterculture Wise is proud to present News of the Weird and Wonderful. Here are your hosts, Melanie Hope and Jim Monis. Now, since we did an entire show devoted to nothing but wonderful things, um, we don't have a whole heck of a lot, but we've got a whole lot of this is why we can't have nice things. And we uh, we promised online that we're going to have Florida Man, yes. special Florida Woman edition later special in the show. Florida we Woman edition. We are definitely going to be spending time doing that this yes, time. Yes, we will. But, you know, there are still a couple of fun stories. You know what, Jim? I'm going to let you read the second one. I'm going to read the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Second one's all yours. Oh, my. Folks, we have an epidemic at hand. And this is tough for me to talk about because I know this is going to affect a lot of people, especially those those in Europe. And uh, my heart goes out to those comrades across the pond 
I hope you are able to weather the garden gnome shortage. Yeah. Oh, I need to press the thing. You need to press it if you're going to say it. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. There we go. Fritzy's talking to me and she's, she's bothering me. Well, Fritzy, why are she's, you interrupting she's, the she's, show? She's yappity, yappity, yappity. She's all like, well, I think she knows magic's listening because she's like rubbing up on the Yeah, she's happy. Door, she's in a real good mood. my leg, telling me how much she loves me. She's such a good kitty. Supply chain issues and the and the popularity of garden centers during lockdown are causing a shortage of garden gnomes. The ornaments are in short supply with raw materials hard to come by, and the recent blockage of the Suez Canal contributing to the national shortage. No. Apparently, there has been a massive upswing in the sale of garden gnomes. <laughs> She says they have not seen a gnome in six months. Now, how could they blame the Suez Canal for that? Because that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, it was only for about a week. Yeah, so I, I okay. Well, it's like you know the the the. I guess you could equate it to the artificial gas prices. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. It's that kind well, of they thing. said they experienced a boom, and their popularity was causing issues with the availability of garden gnomes. There aren't any gnomes. There's definitely a shortage. It's a combined thing with garden centers being so busy. I looked at some of the figures based in March, which said that garden centers were 97% busier than they were in 2019. Oh, darn. Every day has been like a bank holiday. That's good, but it's definitely causing some issues because it's not just English garden centers that are booming. It's all across Europe, so it's causing issues with supply. Hmm. So, friends, I... uh, I reach out to you and, and send you my condolences. I get on the waiting list for gnomes, and maybe your gnomes and your toilet paper will arrive on time. Well, Hang there's a up. reason that my beloved bride and, and beloved co-host <laughs> wants me to read this story. This could have been in one of our other sections, frankly, <laughs> but this it's is It's weird. Fun. It, it, I wouldn't it's say weird. it's wonderful, but it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> All right. Here we go, Sibu Play. Two drunk friends were left with swollen penises after <laughs> injecting each other with a cream they heard could give them extra girth. The French men, both in their 30s, watched a YouTube tutorial that offered bogus tips on how they could get a bigger penis. <laughs> bogus it... tips? Would give you a bigger penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only two paragraphs in. It told them to inject themselves with an anti-hematoma cream sometimes used to treat piles to boost the size of their members. 
But instead of experimenting on themselves, they decided to inject each other, si vous play. Doctors who treated the unidentified pair, good thing, because they'd be... Aren't piles the same thing as hemorrhoids? Yes. Aren't the creams supposed to shrink the hemorrhoids? I don't know. I mean, yeah, you would think... I'm really confused. I I thought piles were hemorrhoids. I don't know. I just have always called hemorrhoids hemorrhoids. Um, Anyway, doctors who treated the unidentified pair, good thing because they'd be laughed out of their neighborhoods and out of their, their lives, revealed they suffered from progressive painful swelling of the penis during the night and went to the <laughs> hospital the next morning. Wait, isn't that just called being a teenager? But these guys are in their 30s. They're oh, not teenagers. Oh, well, they forgot what it's like then. I'm not sure anymore. You, I'm sure you can relate. Yes, but not <laughs> once again. <laughs> <clears throat> Both men complained it hurt when the medics touched their penis to inspect the damage. And gruesome pictures published in a medical journal, thank God not here, Showed the extent of their swelling. Medics fear the cream blocked lymph vessels in the penis, stopping the body from naturally clearing excess fluid and causing it to swell. Both men were told to rest and take painkillers in the hope that the swelling would go down on its own. But the dermatologists at Strasbourg University Hospital have no idea if the men have permanently damaged their willies as a result of their drunken experiment because they never bothered to return for a checkup. Writing wow. about the case in the in the journal Analyse de Dermatologie Elevée, the team said, <laughs> "Okay, venerology." The team said, "Self-injection into the penis is an old practice. It may be motivated by the desire to have a larger penis in order to increase self-esteem, or to have achieve enhanced sexual performance, or maybe part of chemsex practices among other reasons." Chemsex. I was today years old when I heard of that term. I've never heard that term either. It is becoming more accessible since patients can now watch online tutorials as occurred in the present case. But the medics warned men that injecting their penises can lead to painful ulcers, gangrene, and erectile dysfunction. Gangrene of the pee-pee? Owie. Dr. Rich Vinay, a, a, consul- a consultant urologist at Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Birmingham, told Mail Online, In this story, we have two amateurs under the influence of alcohol injecting a product not designed to be injected in their penises under the guidance of a YouTube video. How did they inject it? Did they use a needle? That would be the way I would think you would inject something. I mean, you're not just going to use a you're not going to use a turkey turkey baster. I even last Sunday night I could not have been that drunk. No, ain't nothing in the world. Even last w- Sunday, if I were mad at you, I wouldn't be that drunk. Exactly. Wow. Wow. What were they drinking? Talk about wine of the week. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll tell you. This wine was never of the week spelled W E A K. Yeah. <laughs> this was never going to work out well, and there's a real likelihood that there will be irreversible damage with long-term <gasps> implications for their erections. Oh no! This is something no right-minded individual would do. However. Seeing as how there were a couple of drunk Frenchmen, it doesn't surprise me at all. Ouch. That last part was Monty Python-esque and added by me. Mm-hmm. I waggle my privates in your Honestly, um, <laughs> they warn people against DIY plastic surgery at home. Leave it to experts. I'm not going to read the rest of it because this goes on forever, but you basically got the gist of it. You got the point. <laughs> you got the point. All right. Well, this is a complete jag sideways. This is bittersweet. 
Uh, we actually read about this lady before, Hester Ford. Mm-hmm. She was the oldest living person in the United States, and she we just lost her on Saturday. She was 115 years old. God bless her. So Hester uh, McCardle Ford was born on August 15, 1905, in Lancaster County, South Carolina, according to the Gerontology Research Group. Uh, they placed her birth year at 1904. Mm. Uh, she became the oldest person in the United States uh, when the person younger than her passed. She lived in the Charlotte area since the 1950s. So she spent her entire life in the Carolinas. Well, half of her life anyway. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, her father was a farmer in South Carolina. She grew up picking cotton, plowing fields, and canning vegetables before moving to Charlotte. She was married to John Ford in South Carolina on March 12, 1921. They raised a family in Pleasant Hill, South Carolina, before moving to Charlotte. Unfortunately, he died in 1963. At a somewhat normal age. (laughs) (laughs) She had 12 children. Yipe. 48 grandchildren. Yipe, yipe. 108 great-grandchildren. Triple yipe. And approximately 120 great-great-grandchildren. Now, at that point, it would have to be approximate. And you'd call my nephews Huey, Dewey, and Louie because you can't remember their names. Can you imagine having 120? (laughs) (laughs) Chester, Hester, Bester, Fester, Lester. You go back to uh, the way the Native Americans counted buffalo. There was one, two, and many. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Although she has passed, her legacy and memory will continue to live on through her family and everyone she has touched to make the world a better place for generations to come. The family's Facebook post read. Wow. So they thanked everyone for their generous support. Uh, Hester, rest in peace. You're an amazing human being. You did. You saw this country through so much. Uh, what I would have given to pick your brain at I know. some point. You, you talk to people who've lived that long and been through so much. You've learned so mm-hmm. many amazing things. I mean, Melanie did befriend uh, an elderly Jewish woman who was actually in the a concentration survivor. camps. Yeah. yeah. It's um, really astounding. Once you get them talking, man, oh, there's just no, yeah, no comparison. So now we have Thelma Sutcliffe of Nebraska, who was born on October first, nineteen oh six, is now the nation's oldest living person. So really, really close in age there. So rest in peace, Hester. I hope your passing was painless, and may your children continue to be fruitful and multiply. God bless you. All right. Well, um, <laughs> let's head on into the new nor- abnormal, shall we? This is not Bubble Waters. It is no longer 2020. But this is your new abnormal. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. You are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our guns. You're full of shit. A Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. So the idea 
is just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending are contrary to the Constitution. The president addressing gun violence in the country and putting in place additional safety measures is something that the president has a personal commitment to. He's obviously taken on the NRA twice uh, and won, uh, and he is happy and eager to do that in the future. I'm coming for you. I'm not taking your gun away at all. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour. You're not allowed to own any weapon. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. 150 million people have been killed since 2007. And they're buying up firearms and ammunition all across America. The only gun control legislation ever passed is mine. It's going to happen again. I am the Democratic Party right now. Melanie, I am so confused. <laughs> I think he is too. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm sitting here on the bench. Anyway, what, what in the what? So, this was compiled over just the last few years. This wasn't something that stretches out over decades, right? No, this was compiled since last year. Okay, so he's not taking the guns that he's taking away mm-hmm. or trying to take away. All right. Folks, <laughs> join Gun Owners of America. Join the Second Amendment Foundation. Join the American Firearms Association. Join the NRA. Whether you own a, a firearm or not, yeah. it's that important. Yeah, yeah. Choose cho- choose your weapon, so to speak. Choose which <laughs> which organization. You know, do, up. Do, no, do the research. There's no ammo to be had. I mean, it's hard. It it, it you can't find ammo. It's the toilet paper of 2021. And, and folks, if if you have ammo, our address is 2510 East <laughs> Boulevard, Boulevard, box number. <laughs> Honestly, five four six. No, we are going to have to Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to have to get together with with eight nine one two zero with our buddy Jason, who can, who knows how to reload and learn how to do it. I was averse to doing it, we're but now, but now we're ammo. just going to have yeah. to. I'm not going to say how much ammo we have at the moment, but we have we have enough. We well, have enough, just, but, but not enough. Not enough. <laughs> Um, I just, I, I think it's time to really... But we're heading to Texas, so yeah. uh, things should get better. But, well, it should get better, but they don't... I'm, but the, what, what what's happening right now is we literally have sanctuary cities for guns. Mm-hmm. They're, we're, we're they're having, turning the sanctuary city thing on its ear mm-hmm. by saying, Second Amendment, like, fools. We're going to ignore the Constitution and let these invaders come in and whatever. We're like, okay, fine. We're going to pay attention to the Constitution and remember, folks, the Constitution does not grant us any rights. It protects our God-given rights. It limits the government. It doesn't limit the yeah, people. Well, that was the whole point of this. This is what set our nation apart from the others up until recently. Um, you know, what can you do? Uh, looks like uh, Fritzy and Magic are negotiating pizza in the chat. 
Oh dear. <laughs> well, <laughs> now that now that now that accidental is no longer taking care of your teeth. Oh, that's true. You know, we should um, play their <laughs> ad again since they did pay us. <laughs> yeah, let's they, do they that. They didn't. They didn't pay us with anything good. Well, while while I'm looking for that, <laughs> um, this is fascinating. So, the sitting president of the United States was yeeted off of Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and I believe Instagram simultaneously. Yeah, all at once and totally by coincidence. Totally by coincidence. People. Totally, totally not a conspiracy. Uh, for being at a live rally where he told people to peacefully protest, and as he was speaking, while he was still on stage... A bunch of numb nuts were led, and there is video evidence of this. They did not break down <laughs> or anything. You can watch on video where they were literally led into the United States Capitol, did a bunch of total Tardinian things. Tardinian. <laughs> Just made up that word. Absolutely numb scullery. Um, they didn't kill anybody. Nothing burned. They didn't go, you know, tear down dollar stores and and steal Nikes, but still, they're being heavily pursued by the FBI for being insurrectionists. You know, disavow, disavow, all that crap. But the sitting president of the United States was removed from all social media because they said that even though he had nothing to do with it, and the only statement that he made on social media that day was to peacefully protest. Well, it's because it wasn't a mostly peaceful protest. You know, I guess that's the problem. There wasn't yeah, enough fire. You've got to throw the mostly in but there. But so they're saying can, that he like, incited mm-hmm. violence. Meanwhile, Miss Fishlips herself literally goes on social media and tells people to commit violence. Are you and ta- she's still alive. Wait a minute. You're talking about Trout Mouth, right? Yes. Wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. If Mick Jagger were to have a love child with a foghorn, this is what you would get. <laughs> or maybe what are those giant things that are in the Ricola commercials? Yeah, what those are big those? horns. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, the the, the Swedish the Swedish horn things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Or a largemouth bass. Yeah. Or a whale shark. Something. <laughs> Two soldiers with the Minnesota National Guard sustained injuries after someone shot at them early Sunday morning in North Minneapolis, just hours after Democrat U.S. Representative Maxine Troutmouth Waters, Democrat of California, urged BLM and Antifa rioters to get more active, more confrontational. And she's still alive on Twitter, on of Facebook. Oh, yeah. That woman needed to be removed from office decades, decades ago. She's almost as addled as Biden. I mean, honestly. She's been as addled as Biden since she was, well, since her and Biden I, were... I'm sorry about that impersonation. I'm, since I'm, her and Biden were both on the opposite side of the Civil War, they're... <laughs> yeah. A Minnesota National Guard and Minneapolis police team were fired upon by a light-colored SUV early Sunday morning, said Lieutenant Colonel Scott Hawks. Two National Guard members did sustain minor injuries from the incident. One National Guard member was taken to a hospital to receive care from lacerations from shattered glass. The attack took place around 4.19 a.m. as soldiers and police provided security 
in the area of West Broadway and Penn Avenue. This event highlights the volatility and tension in our communities right now. I ask for peace as we work through this difficult difficult time, said Major General Sean Mankey, Minnesota National Guard Adjutant General. Okay, according... Okay, this is from from Jack Posobiec, you know. Posobiec? Yeah, Posobiec. Hours after Maxine Waters told people to be more confrontational, there was a drive-by shooting of the National Guard in Minneapolis. Representative, according to dispatch audio, the shooter was driving a white SUV that was spotted fleeing the scene heading west on West Broadway towards Robbinsdale. Minneapolis police lost sight of the vehicle near Highway 100. Representative Maxine Waters, who should have stayed home, traveled to the Minneapolis area city of Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, to participate in the ongoing riots in the area sparked by the death of Dante Wright. Just hours after National Guardsmen were shot at, Waters urged the rioters to... I'm not going to impersonate her because I'm going to come across as racist. I tried it and it came off totally wrong. nothing to do with her race. It is. Idiocy transcends skin color, trust me. And James Brown wigs. Oh! Ouch. Anyway, just hours before the National Guardsmen were shot at, Waters urged the rioters to stay on the street and get more active, more confrontational. If they, you see them at a gasoline show... Wait, that was two years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, same idea, though. Yeah. Confront, destroy. Anyway, she said, and this is important, stay on the street and get more active, more confrontational. They've got to know that we mean business. That is an and then she and that's an incitement to violence, and she can go home in her nice little mansion wherever the hell she lives and and just yep blow it off so protesters okay waters has previously endorsed aggressive confrontations with individuals who disagree with leftist politics in twenty eighteen she famously told members of a crowd to publicly confront members of the Trump administration. My wife just mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Maxine Waters says that Chauvin premeditated the murder of George Floyd. And if she, I'm not even going to go there. And if Chauvin was not convicted a crime, is not convicted of a crime he wasn't charged with, they should get more confrontational. More confrontational than burning down buildings, says Tim Poole. Um, yeah, she's uh, she didn't just cross state lines; she crossed several lines there. That was just wrong. I, you know, no matter how you feel about about the George Floyd situation, um, no matter how you feel about Officer Chauvin, you don't. The, this she's just adding fuel to the fire, and she's she's using the um, oh, what what is the approach I want to call it? Anyway, it's not it, it, the the important thing is. She's using. She's a race baiter. Yep, that, that's what she is. She's, she's a race, a race vulture. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, that has to stop. It's not helping. No, and and she's. I just tweeted out this just in. Maxine Waters is a terrorist, and Twitter endorses her. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> that's the thing, though. Black lives don't matter to them. They only matter long enough 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For them to use them as tools. In fact, and votes. Um, yeah, well, no, as tools. In fact, uh, I just heard a report about, uh, crap, now I can't, Brianna. Brianna Taylor? Yeah, yeah her, her mom. mother. Her mom, yeah, I, was, I read that. This is, this is hilarious and sad. No, it's tragic. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it, it, yeah. But she's absolutely right. I mean, you look in the eyes of the, this woman, she's in pain. And what Black Lives Matter is doing to her family is criminal. They're doing all this stuff to, to quote, raise money for Brianna Taylor's family. The mother's gone public. The mother's mother's called them on their fraud but and we, said. We talked about the the mansion buying founder, of supposedly BLM, yeah. Marxist. Yeah, Black Lives they, Matter. They have taken in <laughs> millions of dollars and have not set up a single foundation. Have not cleaned up a single neighborhood. Have not offered any schooling. Have not done any jobs programs. Haven't done a goddamn thing. There's my swear word for the night. They have not done a single thing for Black Lives, not one. Black Lives Matter, the organization, is a fraud. It is a phony. YouTube will take this down, and I don't give a crap. Well, that's because that's They're why we're on They're just a money-making enterprise. That's it. Check yeah. us out on uh, on BitChute and yeah. Well, whatever. that's that's why we're we're everywhere else too. But I mean, good lord, good lord. Brianna Taylor's mother, the woman who is in the middle of this. Her name is Tamika. Oh, I grew up with a Tamika. Tamika Palmer, the mother of Brianna Taylor, blasted the Black Lives Matter movement in Louisville, Kentucky. And this is on Yahoo News. So this isn't on like, you know, some, you know, the, it, it ha- the it blaze or up, something. It yeah. has shown up on Daily Wire, but I'm glad that you found it on a more mainstream. On a, on a left-leaning mainstream BS, yeah. 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 Um, so this was her Facebook post. I have never personally dealt with BLM Louisville and personally have found them to be a fraud. She wrote on Wednesday. So you can see a screenshot of it. We'll share the links on our website, counterculturewise.com. By the way, I changed our name on uh, Twitter. We were um, deplorable insurrectionists or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But now we're kindness is the new counterculture. So we're going to try to do a little bit more of that on our show. Anyway, I she think called, it's a good that's way why to I get go. so upset. It's a righteous, it's a righteous indignant. I mean, this woman. I mean, no. What they're doing to her. It, she, she has faced the ultimate pain a mother can feel. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and it, and it's a difficult situation because not only did she lose her child, which is mm-hmm. is horrific, and mm-hmm. I, while I have not lost a child, I've lost my brother, I've lost my best friend, I've lost mm-hmm. all my parents and everything. So I know the pain of losing someone that you you love more than life itself, and then also knowing that you know it's kind of her fault. Yeah, I I, I don't want to go down that hole because. And, you know, and, and the media lying, the media and Black did Lives lie Matter over it. using her, and and all of this. Anyways, she called Kentucky State House Representative Attica Scott another fraud. Miss Palmer gave credit to family, friends, and local activists for supporting her family after the death of her daughter. They described blah blah. Um, she has pushed for a ban on no knock warrants since Miss Taylor's death. The problem with that is that um, they did knock. There are mm-hmm. multiple witnesses that say they did, but let's not go down that rabbit hole right now. Uh, Ms. Palmer said local activist Christopher 2X and other supporters had never needed recognition. And apparently Christopher 2X is a rapper or something. I don't know. I could. This is what's heartbreaking. I could walk into a room full of people who claim to be here for Brianna's family who don't even know who I am. They wouldn't, re- they wouldn't know her from anybody. Because they don't care black lives matter doesn't give a flying rat's patootie about actual black lives if they did they wouldn't be burning down their own neighborhoods and murdering each other the black lives matter movement have killed more black children in the last year than cops have in the last decade and we're talking grown-ups of any age Black Lives Matter alone has killed more black children than cops have killed black lives, period. And I'm not even talking abortion because that's getting up into the millions. Yeah, that's... She criticized people who have raised money for Ms. Taylor's family without knowing them, writing, I've watched y'all raise money on behalf of Brianna's family who has never done a damn thing for us, nor have we needed it, or asked, so talk about fraud. And she doesn't have the best English in the world, but what she's saying no, comes from she, the heart. She doesn't, but it's amazing how many people have lost focus. SMDH. That shakes my damn head. Shake my damn head. Yeah. I'd say this before. I am so sick of some of y'all that I was last anybody who needs it. I'm with this. Enough is enough. And then they go on to describe how we lost Brianna. It's tragic, you know. If, you know, it's just, and it's. But like I said, they don't give a flying rat's patootie about Black Lives. It is all about power, and you look at who's in charge of it. And they're buying mansions. Multi, multi, like- multi buying mansions in all white neighborhoods. These people are sick. They're they're Marxists. They are true Marxists. And Marx was, first of all, he despised blacks hated them, called them awful things. He was a slaveholder, knocked her up, won't claim, didn't claim his child, lived off of his wife, never actually had a job. But he had a lot of power. No, he had no power mm. at all. Mm. He wanted it. Mm. He wanted it. Well, and, and what's really interesting is if you are a true trained Marxist and you've read all his writing, mm-hmm. one of the very first things he says, and um, I believe this is in Rules for Radicals as well, is that the only time any society has truly been successful and people have been lifted out of poverty was through capitalism. And he didn't like that. 
There's something weird about the soul of a Marxist. I mean, there really is. It's like well, they seem to be. You have me, to let be me able finish. to see but, it. I mean, there's. But to I mean, be it's, one. it's like you know, <laughs> Sorry, it, they just. It's okay. But what I'm what I'm saying is, they despise life. They do. They despise success. They despise the idea of. Well, first of all, I can't imagine being that angry all the time. Yeah. They're spiteful. They, I'm not talking about liberals or even left wing. I'm talking about the, the the socialists. They really hate humanity. They won't acknowledge God. So let's just leave God out of the picture for the moment. They hate their fellow human beings. It's crazy. It's absolutely well. I think nuts. that I mean, if you really read into Marxism, and and I kind of have just because you know I was an angsty teenager, and people, it's so funny because. There's a lot of friends I grew up with that were, you know, left-leaning back then. And I'm, I've always been a barefoot, tree-hugging naturist who loved animals. That hasn't changed. Right. But I've never been a person who, even though I didn't have anything, and I grew up in, in poverty, like real actual, sometimes mm-hmm. didn't have water or electricity, waiting in line for cheese, you know, Gum poverty. And cheese, yum. Yeah. Uh, I've never looked around and said... I'm so jealous of what that person has that I hate them. And that is literally the entire essence of Marxism, is I'm so jealous that somebody else might have something that I don't, that not only am I unwilling to even work for it, but I want to take it from them and punish them for having had worked for it. It's basically legalized crime. Well, that's exactly what it it's, is. It's legalized theft. But it's also such extreme jealousy that I, I can't imagine being that mad at somebody for being successful. Right. And and to believe that, because we, we talk about this in, um, gosh, everywhere, even in Toastmasters. It's like, don't look at somebody who got a bigger slice of the pie and be jealous. Make another pie. Make a bigger pie. Make, Make someone a else a pie, pie if you want to. <laughs> you know, some resources are finite, so you find another resource. Exactly. Wealth is not finite. Exactly. Wealth that's, is like love. Make more. It, it's really... Socialists seem to believe that there is a zero sum. And it doesn't work that way. Wealth can be created and created and created. And part of it is that... People think it's just limited to greenbacks. There's other types of wealth, and you can create as much as you can. You well, have, right. and, you're and you're only limited by your by your the laws of nature and your imagination. Exactly. Well, and you know? government, and that's and, the thing. Yeah. Is Marxism believes that the government can do better for you than you can for yourself. Which makes things pretty cynical. And it goes against nature. But at the very core of Marxism is the belief that human beings are evil. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine going through your life, and and I've traveled the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I haven't made it to Africa yet, but I want to. Mm-hmm. Me too. I have no desire to go to Antarctica, but, <laughs> no. but I would love to go to Greenland or no Iceland. Yeah, because Greenland's the frozen one, and, and Iceland is the is the green one. Um, but I have been to Australia, I have been to South America, I have been to Europe, 
You know, been I've to been places all over Canada. I've been to most of the states. I haven't made it to Hawaii yet, though. So if you'd like to contribute to Counterculture Lies, <laughs> we would happily broadcast from Hawaii. Let's get to the Yellow Rose place first. <laughs> but, then, but yes, yes. Um, and everywhere I've gone, people are good. People, and, the, and this and this includes. There are some bad people, right? But my right. experience has been that. Wherever you go, there are families, mm-hmm. there's love, there's children, there's hope, there's enterprise. And genuinely good people. And, and genuinely good and, people. And God exists among them. Absolutely. You Marxism know? believes in the exact opposite. Which is odd, because a lot of these people live in Marxist countries. I've been to Well, Croatia they also all want to get out. That's the yeah. thing. I mean, I've been to Croatia back when it was part of Yugoslavia, before it broke off. I've been to Korea, Japan, the Philippines, Mexico, Canada, um, at least half the states in the Union. And it's universal. People, I mean, I've lost a lot of faith in, in, in humanity over this past year with, with the COVID thing. I well, will admit. Well, that's the problem, though, is because our only exposure to people for the last year has been on social media, and that's not real. Yeah, I, it's gotta, not I, real. I, I people, need to remember that because that's it's been setting me off. And right, and so. I think that's the problem we're having right now with, you know, people being willing to go out into their own neighborhoods mm-hmm. and burn down their neighbor's store or, you know, what's going on with, with – and, and I'm sorry, folks, but the facts are the facts with the blacks being violent against the Asians. They're trying to say, oh, white supremacy, this and white – no. It, this has been a long time coming. This has been something that's been going on for decades. And there's a stereotype about Asians coming to America, busting their tail, living in the back room of a donut shop and or nail just, place or, or nail whatever, place or yeah. whatever, and just working their butts off fourteen hours a day and making a success of themselves. All of a sudden, they own a chain of business. They're able to retire. They live the American dream, and the American dream is a stereotype, and I don't know if it even really exists anymore, but if there's anything close to it, they're the ones who are experiencing it. Well, it must exist because there's millions of people in cages at the border who believe in it. That's true. There's millions no, of they're people not cages. They they are they're a uh, 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 detention overflow ever facilities. Since, ever since January twentieth, they've been overflow facilities. Yeah, <laughs> under bridges. <laughs> Give me a break. Like uh, under bridges. Yeah, stupids. like a bridge over oh. troubled migrants. Yeah. All right. So I went ahead and added the Brianna Taylor uh, story because it breaks my heart, and you know that our condolences mother. to that the mom because you've been through enough, and what Black Lives Matter is doing to you is evil. There's no other word for it. It's yeah. evil. All right. All right. Well, if we're really lucky, the White House hey, will you know, allow if, us. Hey, if you, if you behave and listen to Dr. Fauci, we might let you celebrate the 4th of July. I mean, after all, it, it, it's nice to be able to celebrate uh, our freedom from a tyrannical government. If, if the tyrannical government allows you to. If we allow you to. We, we might be allowed to have backyard barbecues. You know what, asshole? We haven't At you, you, you. Um, that's yeah, next I week. I get to. Oh, wait. You swear jar now. Okay. Swear bell. <laughs> all right, swear bell. All right, all right. I'll, I'll put my roll of quarters directly into the jar. Thank you. We, we might use Fritzy's Hello Kitty uh, bank for that since she's not very good at saving. Well, she's also not good at swearing, so that's might true. as well. But she's really good at talking people into sending her pizza, so I don't know how she does it. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks, Fritzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all 
me say. As more and more <laughs> countries like Japan, China, and Denmark plan to introduce vaccine passports for their citizens, <clears throat> excuse me, Americans are beginning to wonder if they too will have to show some sort of proof of vaccination or similar ID to travel, attend events, work, or generally participate in society. There aren't many answers to this. Don't in the you U- have a personal? Uh, yeah, you, there's you some. There was it. some event being advertised on Facebook that's going down on Fremont somewhere. And before they even announced what the hell they are, that was my cuss word. They said, "Hell is not a cuss word. Hell is a place." And we're living in Atlanta. No, we're not. No, all right, all right. But they said but most uh, of our elected officials come from there. Yeah, and are going back. Um, so yeah, we. Before they even announced what they were, they said proof of vaccination must be presented in order to be in order for you know How to is allow that not entry. unconstitutional. Well, I mean that that is that is breaking the ADA. First of all, mm-hmm. the um, HIPAA. Well, you can talk about that with them all you like. I'm not going. I wouldn't care if it was like it wouldn't. It could have been the reunion of. I don't know. It could have been. It could have been the Rolling Stones playing a a club. <laughs> okay. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they could have been playing the M at the M Casino or some some smaller place like that. If they said you had to have proof of vaccination, I'll just listen to Exile on Main Street. I'll just pull out you know yeah. Hot Rocks and just jam to that. I don't need to do. But Pop that, Rocks. I'll jam to that. Crackety crackety poppity poppity. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what Hot Rocks is. So Hot Rocks that, was their Hot I Rocks inst- is the greatest hits album. <laughs> I instantly thought Pop Rocks. I'm like, ooh, I like the cherry ones. And this is who I married. And I wouldn't have it any other way. In all of us. There's a little bit of Fritzy in everybody. <laughs> Fritzy is everywhere. Anyway, um, well, you know what they say. I don't know. What you do they must say? Must comply. Are we just going to interrupt the story for this? Okay. I think so. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think we so have been visited. Gonna, we were we were visited get, earlier. Get more angry. So okay. it's time to, to, to calm you down with the dulcet tones. Okay. Well, we were visited by the ghost of Frank Sinatra, and he had this to sing to everybody. So listen up. This is a counterculture-wise exclusive. Comply with me, comply, comply today. If you can use controlled abuse, there's a virus that will play. Comply with me, comply, comply today. Comply with me, I've got a mask for you. Six foot distance stand, sanitize your hands and tweet your vax boo boo. Comply with me, you can virtue signal too. You can't get out there where the air is purified. You'll be denied. You must abide if you go out there. Hold your sanitizer near You may even hear A gang of Karen sneer If you're not muzzled If you're wise You'll hold your life at bay Swallow every word Of that Fauci turd And he might let go one day 
Never mind how all this seems so opportune. Yavol, comply with me, comply, comply, comply today. Put your mask on, you moron. You know, uh, that's a PSA I really think the White House should consider using. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> comply with me. <laughs> comply, comply Actually, today. Biden would be more like, come play with me. Let me sniff your neck. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll How do- did we get stuck with this clown? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I think it had something to do with 80 million people. That's something I didn't mention, though, that lovely lady who died at 115. You realize she was the oldest person in the U.S., Mm -hmm. but there were several thousand in the state of Georgia alone Mm -hmm. that were older than that and voted for Biden. In other words, dead. No, because that would be implying that there was voter fraud, which we cannot say. Because you will be yeeted off of all social media, so we're I not. I hereby retract my that. statement. It did not no, happen. You cannot prove a thing. It. We're just saying that she was the oldest person in the United States of America, and several thousand people who were older than her just happened to vote for Biden in the last election, which I think <laughs> is really interesting. Quite, but not fraud. Not fraud. Not fraud. Just. Interesting. Well, I want to, you know, I was just about to do a Bill Parker. Let's do this. I thank you, Magic and, and Nick, for the treat that we are about to have. Well, we don't get it. We're going to be on, on air. Fritzy already said she's going to eat it all. I believe it. She would, too. But you don't. You can't answer the door. Ha 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 ha. ha, ha, ha. Although Max does have thumbs, and he has been known to open the door. That's true. But Max doesn't we know th- about. Thank the great Nebuchadnezzar. We don't have those French. <laughs> the great Nebuchadnezzar. We, we don't have the, those French doorknobs oh anymore. Because that... all Max had to do was hang from that thing, and he opened doors. Yeah. Well, even after we locked it, sometimes he somehow yeah. let the dog out, and we get calls. are like, uh, "Did you know your dog and your cat are?" Wild? Walking around the neighborhood? No! (laughs) Fortunately, they would usually stay nearby. They'd walk around the pool or something, which is outside the apartment at the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, luckily they didn't get into the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Max does have uh, his little vignette coming up, but believe it or not. Believe what or not? We've already finished our first hour. No! Doesn't it feel like we just got started? Yeah, we just got we just like got, we literally just, just got up. started. All right. Well, uh, I want to share one more story before we go. Okay. Because it relates to what old Frankie was singing about. Okay. And this is actually really sad. Well. So remember when I relayed my experience at Accidental? Yes. And uh, actually, this was a different dentist, but might as well have been the same. Uh, they refused to see me. Because I uh, I have an issue where sometimes I have to wrap my legs right. because they swell so bad. So they're right. basically in casts. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like giant mm-hmm. wrappings, which mm-hmm. means shoes kind of don't really work for me. But they're completely covered, and I put a sock over the top of them. And uh, the nurse person, whatever the hell she was, said that they weren't willing to see me because... I didn't have proper footwear on, which makes no sense at all. I mean, I was completely covered. What and do what does foot covering have to do with your teeth? Well, I don't know because they never looked at my teeth, but they did still charge me for the visit even though nobody ever saw me. But what she said was there was a concern of TB, tuberculosis. In which, 2021. Mm-hmm, which literally has nothing to do with feet. I mean, like, nothing to do with feet. I mean, I could have walked in there flat out barefoot and stark raving naked because tuberculosis, like COVID, it's respiratory. is respiratory. That's well, a- making those connections, tuberculosis was set back a decade, according to the WHO, because of the COVID-19 restrictions. So how many people in the United States have died of COVID? Well, what they're reporting was reality can't say anything but they're saying in the neighborhood of 500,000 which is what half a million yeah interesting more than half a million people may have died last year as a result of reductions in tuberculosis diagnosis and care setting back progress toward ending the disease by a decade the who estimates about 1.4 million fewer people received care for tuberculosis in 2020 then in 2019, as resources were diverted to fighting COVID-19, which, by the way, has a 99.98% survival rate, unlike tuberculosis. I'm not even going to read the rest of the article, but you're welcome to it. It is archived on our website, counterculturewise.com. We will be right back. Yeah, I get it. Your parents were jerks and you're traumatized. But that doesn't mean you should use your lousy childhood as an excuse to be a lousy adult. Stop being such a whiner and get past your past already. Bye, get over it and get started. The book by Melanie Hope that will get you out of your self-imposed failure and on the road to greatness. Available in paperback, Kindle, and Nook. Life has become so much more complex these days, and we know there are days when you want to forget about everything. We have the answer. 
Inspired by one of the paragons of our political world, we are proud to introduce Biden Beers. Whether you choose our creepy cream ale, our quid pro porter, our sleepy stout, or our hair sniffer Hefeweizen, you will know that you are drinking beer brewed by the finest bots in the world, using only the best barley, hops, and chloroform. One taste and you will wonder why Biden beer was missing from your life. Two tastes and you will wonder where your pants are. When you want to forget it all just like Joe does, treat yourself to a nice cold Biden. Biden Brewery Company, Kiev, Ukraine. When a disaster happens, are you ready? Do you have the supplies you need to keep you and your family safe and survive? The Zombie Outpost Store in Wilmington, Ohio at Caesar Creek Flea Market stocks quality gear you need to be ready for the next emergency or even a camping trip. Visit zombieoutpoststore.com for location and hours. Check out our assortment of essentials you need when the next disaster happens. Go to zombieoutpoststore.com. Get 10% at checkout when you mention CounterCultureWise Radio. Be ready and prepared. This show is brought to you in part by Pelosi Gourmet Ice Cream. Pelosi Ice Cream is as yummy as being third in line for the presidency and as cold as one of Nancy's glares. Try all the great flavors in our lineup. Left Wing Lime, Power Mad Praline, Loose Denture Licorice, Vodka on the Rocky Road, Bad Orange Man Sherbet, Blowout Berry, and our brand new taste combo sensation, In Peach Mint. Whether you store it in your $25,000 freezer or lug it in your cooler as you walk aimlessly down Lombard Street while trying to avoid human feces, you'll love Pelosi Gourmet Ice Cream. Available at an overpriced upscale grocery store near you. Leaders, listen up. Do you feel like you can't get a dang thing done because of all the namsy-pamsy crybabies that want you to coddle their creativity? When you give orders, are you met with vacant stares only rivaled by a cocker spaniel? It's not them. It's you. You need to shape up or they'll ship you out. Read the Sniper's Guide to Leadership and you'll become a more effective leader, communicator, and motivator. Forget smart goals and learn swift goals. Get the Sniper's Guide to Leadership in paperback, Kindle, and Nook. Today! Are you trapped in a bad relationship because you don't want to rock the boat? Are you timid about approaching your boss about that promotion even though you know you would be perfect for the position? Are your children running the house because you are reluctant to discipline them and come across as a big fat meanie? Then you need Grow-A-Set. Grow-A-Set is the all-natural supplement that stimulates the mental processes and hormones that inspire you to take action and reassert your self-worth. One daily dose of Grow-A-Set with lunch and dinner is all you need to go from wallflower to manpower, from wimpy to worthy, from mess to success. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Grow-A-Set today. Use is directed for oral use only. Excessive use or overdose of grow set may cause dizziness, nausea, and an uncontrollable urge to go to monster truck rallies. Keep out of reach of children. Epstein didn't kill himself. Neither did Harvey Weinstein or Tulsi Gabbard. If you experience diarrhea or vomiting, stop eating crappy fast food. The makers of grow set are not responsible for adverse reactions. People who are using you as a welcome mat. Don't forget to floss. For more information, visit I don't want to be a wimpy little winnie anymore.com.
In the 1930s, we downplayed the widespread famine in the Soviet Union. During World War II, we deliberately avoided the subject of the Holocaust and downplayed the genocide of Jews, which you have to admit was pretty progressive for a newspaper owned by them. We supported the invasion of Iraq and lied to our readers about getting information from biased sources. We have brought this proud tradition up to the modern age by following other so-called reliable news sources and making bold outlandish statements only to quietly retract them after the damage has been done. The New York Times. Journalism without limits. Or ethics. Or common sense. Hi, everybody. This is Fritzina Fluffybottom. Did you know that we have a subscribe star? We do! There are lots of fabulous extra things on there that you can't get anywhere else, like outtakes, new books, and extra videos. And you can sign up for as little as $1. Our entire show is funded by you, our loyal viewers. Please make sure you sign up today so that Mommy and Daddy can get me shiny new bells for my collar, extra feathery toys, yummy crumbly cat food bowls made just for kitty cats, more cow pillows for my couch, name brand albacore tuna, my own pink news desk, stuffed animals that look like me. All right, we just took a weird and wonderful break. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we did. Oh, I feel 20 pounds lighter. I'm just joking. Nah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we only touched on it, but the the, pa- the vaccine passports are going to... This is one of the reasons that several governors of several states are stepping up and says, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm, which is why we're moving to one of them. Yeah. Yep. Um, I know. I know that they are. By they, I mean our our beloved leader, Sissy Whack, is, <laughs> Sleazy, Stack. is Sleazy Stack. There's another one I could call him, but I'm trying to keep the swearing to a minimum. Is um, opening up the state as far as letting businesses be at full capacity and all that. Letting. He's still, Letting. I know. Isn't isn't that what country isn't that do so we live nice in? of a benevolent leader? So, nice? so great, whatever. Yeah, the, the the mask mandate is still going to be in place because, you know. Uh, you know, people are so over the mask. I mean, I went and bought all the supplies for Wine of the Week without a mask and without shoes. I walked, I blazed right past the no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. I didn't really flip it off in the camera, but it was in my heart. And I sauntered into that store, and I walked from side to side because I had to get a liqueur, and I had to get a hard liquor, and smiled prettily at the guy stocking the shelves because I couldn't find one of them, and he helped me out. He was totally nice, and went to the checkout, and nobody said a damn thing. The only time you've ever really come across any issues was uh, Trader Joe's. Trader Schmoe's, which we no longer patronized because of what happened a few it was humiliating ago. it was stupid and we talked about it on the show we're not yeah. gonna bring it up again but twice now there's not gonna be a third strike with these people yeah and well, this isn't an indictment trader of, joe's the store it was some psychotic crazy person stalking which i thought was funny but you know i had a moment like that at, at um Lowe's today, which I also went shopping at Sam's Mass to get my bird seed, and I took Abigail because she was having a great day. Bell with the ball. Oh, my God. Everywhere she goes, everybody just loves Abby. Oh, we arrived at the park, and within... I mean, here's a tip for you single guys. Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever. <laughs> Every good-looking woman in the town is going to be there to pet the dog. And if you like kids, uh, 
actually, I shouldn't share that because Biden might. I mean, Biden got the wrong dogs instead of, you know, dogs that bite people and patrol the estate, German shepherds. Uh, he should have gone golden retriever. He would have gotten a lot more young girls. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know how yeah. he likes those. But, but in all seriousness, mm-hmm. golden retrievers will bag you the girls. Oh, yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's just it because I've seen it happen over and over again. Get a golden puppy and and you're in. You're yeah. in. You'll get. You'll get. You'll if have a date chicks, for every man, night of the week. Yeah. Have a date for every night of the week. Oh, I'm, plus, it's no they're lie. such great dogs. Abby yeah. is just such a great dog. And and then when I explain to them that she's deaf and she knows sign language, it's like a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. And she's always like, I want to do tricks. You know, here all there's people paying attention to me. So she does all the things. And even on the day we got married. Yeah. There were we we did oh the God, wedding on the cheap, right. but there was. But this was also this was a um, a chapel that you know they could accommodate a hundred people for a wedding, or mm-hmm. they could accommodate just Three. a couple. Yeah, which was us. Which was us, and there's all different price levels and all that. In fact, we there got were, to, we got to have our wedding in the gazebo, which typically cost like sixty bucks extra, but mm-hmm. because we had Abby, uh, she she got us a plus. There discount. were all these women in these elaborate Gorgeous wedding dresses. dresses. I mean, the kind of thing that. You know, young women dream about mm-hmm. princess dresses. Princess yeah. dress, and they're virtually on their knees petting the Hitting dog. the deck to pet just the dog. <laughs> absolutely soiling the dress. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care because it's a it's a golden. So, mm-hmm. dudes, seriously, you want you you know, brush your teeth, dress nice, and say please and thank say please you. And thank Treat you. them with respect. Treat them with respect. Bring a golden with you. Bring a golden. And speaking of which, hi. Abby just got out of the pool. She's saying hello, everyone. And later tonight, yeah. she is going to be doing the first dog, Abby, in of quite some year. time. It's been a while. Well, nobody's yeah. been writing her letters. So uh, yeah, if you so would like to get advice from your retriever, the guru of happiness herself. And she is she has a, a look of absolute joy on her yeah. face right now. <laughs> Um, you can email her, Abby, at counterculturewise.com, and she answers all of her letters, and some of them she will answer on the podcast, as she will be doing tonight. Uh, speaking of amazing people with beautiful faces, I just want to give a shout-out to my dear friend Liz, who is listening in tonight. Yay! I love you. I miss you. We're going to hopefully meet up in Texas when we all move down there and start our commune. And here comes the Macamow. 
All right. Well, All right. I think All things orange are now in the studio. <laughs> Max is reminding us that he has a a little thi- a little vignette doing Shakespeare again tonight. So he's smacking. After Abby's we tail. finish this segment of our show, I think we should probably go over. Yeah, and, he's, he's and already letting. He's us he's know. chomping at the bit to he's to have us. Chomping at Abby's tail is what he's chomping at. Well, that, hilarious. that too. These two love each other so much. They have been bestest buddies since Max was a kitten. Yep, ever since he was four ounces. With a drippy eye and a snotty nose and the whole whole thing. All the things, yeah. So Max will be with us for the rest of the podcast. We'll um, let him do his vignette. Mm -hmm. He worked very hard on it. He's been memorizing Shakespeare, and God love him. That's not easy to do. No, even for a full-blown adult actor like me. Human, even. It, yeah. And, and it's, Max, Max has been very, very diligent in, in his study of the Bard. I'm, I'm very proud of him. Um, I, I know he and Fritzy did one earlier that was actually quite impressive. I'll it be was, honest. it was. And then um, he did. We he tried it again last mm-hmm. week, and it was a success. Rory got a lot of go, got a lot of positive comments. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah, come so, back to uh, give us some more. He's he's still in Hamlet, but I I'm gonna try to get him to do maybe a little bit of Iago. Oh. He's done some Romeo. He's done I you know, hate but the I I think he'd be really good at that because he has that passion. And, it, and it's important to be passionate when you do Shakespeare. Yeah, so you can't so, just stand there like like a cardboard no, cutout. No, and 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 I told him, you know, if, if you're a method actor like your dad, mm-hmm. you know, you have to think about something that really upset you in real life. So I told him. You know, just just look at it, and you know, you know, a little bit of Othello, great play. But think about the Chihuahuas across the street, and and he said that he could do that. So he's been practicing. Um, so it looks like we'll have some some Othello in the near future. We might, yeah, because yeah. he he says he once he once he started thinking about the Chihuahuas across the street, he really understood Iago's stance. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Well, before we do that, let's go ahead and finish this segment of, of <laughs> the absolute, new abnormal. I just cannot believe some of this stuff. Yeah. Well. I can believe this one, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is, it, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. This should come as a surprise to negative five people. No. COVID-19, it's those shackled by oppression hardest thanks to decades of inequalities, neglect, and abuse. Yeah, think? The global pandemic has exposed the terrible legacy of deliberately divisive and destructive policies that have perpetuated inequality, discrimination, and oppression, and paved the way for the devastation wrought by COVID-19, Amnesty International said in its annual report published today okay you're not getting signs from god the light bulb is going out okay it's like so the the studio light uh apparently is failing and it's been flashing all day long but right now it's flashing in such a way that it it's almost like we're receiving a message yeah so jim that's why he's halting because we're getting i don't usually do that but i'm I'm just like (laughs) All of a sudden, uh, the squirrel. So I'll all of a sudden, squirrel. squirrel. Well, that and the way it's flashing is almost like Morse code, which you know, yeah. as a marine, or it's like. Well, in. but the thing is also because the sky is getting overcast or looks mm-hmm. that way from here. The sky it could be anything. I mean, is falling. falling. I believe. Uh, well, souls on okay, fire. So yeah, I'm gonna right, go right, change right. the light bulb while he continues. Well, I continue and try not to be distracted by that stupid light. 
Amnesty International Report 2020 and 21, the state of the world's human rights covers 149 countries and delivers a comprehensive analysis of human rights trends globally in 2020. It's a decent organization. In it, the organization describes those already most marginalized, including women and refugees, as bearing the devastating brunt of the pandemic as a result of decades of discriminatory policy decisions by world leaders. What a surprise! We face a world in disarray. At this point in the pandemic, even the most deluded leaders would struggle to deny that our social, economic, and political systems are broken. I don't always agree with amnesty, but I'm in lock. I'm in arm lock with this. Arm lock. <laughs> I I didn't know what uh, lockstep. I'm in lockstep. There we go. Health workers, migrant workers, and those in the informal sector, many at the front lines of the pandemic have also been betrayed by neglected health systems and patchy economic and social support. Duh. The response to the global pandemic has been further undermined by leaders who have ruthlessly exploited the crisis and weaponized COVID-19 to launch fresh attacks on human rights, the organization says. Okay, I really don't need to read you anymore. Mean, like in China? Yeah, um, Where among it other started? places. And even <laughs> even in sl- it was China. Anyway, China. China. <laughs> also here. Also Canada. Also everywhere else. But it started in China. But so, in China. <laughs> I'm right, getting better. Solve the light bulb problem. It shall yeah, not be sending I'm, you messages. I'm getting. Yeah, you know, it's it's sad. That I'm getting better and better at impersonating Trump now that he's not in off. You know, he's not. Oh, don't worry. You'll you'll get to play him more. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, sad and disgusting that such a thing has been exploited worldwide. I'm going to go ahead and read the next one, too. Because as a... I hit the reset button on my spiritual life, and I I went Christian again recently, and I'm very happy. It's saved our marriage. It's saved my life, and I can't say enough good things about... Jesus, Jesus is Mabu. Anyway, here in the United States, we at least have the freedom to worship Jesus or Muhammad or Jehovah, however, you, whatever you want to do. You're, you're not it's, supposed to worship Muhammad. You're supposed to worship Allah through Muhammad. Okay, I some of get us that. have done our homework. Well, some of us. Yeah, right, I never. Read. <laughs> I, I'm or making, Buddha, I, which you're also not supposed to worship because he would have hated that. Yeah, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, you're what the the point. Let's not you're get too. You're free. You're free. You're supposedly. Free. Okay, but from the land of the China virus, China, China. I love how he said that because he knew every every little particle. Of the syllables that he said and the way that they did just strictly to hack people off because there wasn't anything they could do. They can't deny it. Mm -mm. All they can do is 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 trot out that racist word Mm -hmm. again. Anyway, had nothing to do with race. He wasn't talking about the people. He was talking about the government. Right. Well, that's that's. And, By and, the way, you can get the troll in chief <laughs> uh, off of our website if yeah, you're interested. Coffee have, mug, t-shirt. Yeah, t-shirt. We own we own the coffee mug. We proudly own that, and of course, also the uh, "It's Okay to Be Orange" featuring 
the marvelous Maximilian von Riegelbeiser. Also, we have some new designs if you want to check it out. Jim Mm -hmm. was sporting his censored scarlet letter mask today. Yeah. Well, I was wearing my screw you, walk away, I'm not wearing a mask, you can bite my bippy. Yeah. 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 So anyway, from the land of that brought us coronavirus 19, authorities in China are detaining Christians in secretive mobile transformation, or how would how would uh, Chuck U. Farley say, transformation facilities? Overflow. To, overflow, yeah. not these. To make them renounce their faith by using brainwashing methods, according to Radio Free Asia. Li Yusei, a member of a Christian house church in the Sichuan province, said that he was held in a facility run by the... Ch- Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Chinese Communist Party's United Front Work Department for 10 months in 2018. It had its own political and legal affairs committee working group, and they mainly target Christians who are members of house churches, he said, adding that he was detained in a windowless room where he was beaten, verbally abused, and mentally tortured by staff, resorting to self-harm at one point. They threaten, insult, and intimidate you. These were United Front officials, men, women, sometimes unidentified, usually in plain clothes. The police turn a blind eye to this. So if you're a Christian or you're a Muslim or you're anything that doesn't worship the almighty Chinese Communist Party, CCP loves me, this I know. For the CCP tells me so. If I say to anyone else, I belong, they will smash your head with a gong. Okay, there we go. (sighs) Alleging that he and his fellow inmates were detained for participating in church-related activities, Lee said that the authorities used brainwashing techniques on those who were bailed from detention center and inmates who refused to admit their mistakes were sent to solitary confinement for prolonged periods. So they're not just targeting Muslims now, they're targeting Christians. Well, because Marxism, socialism is inherently atheist, which is an overwhelming dogma that cannot it's as, dog, it's as dogmatic as anything they're, they're purporting it's to get rid of. It's worse because it positively cannot abide other faiths. Yeah. And you think about uh, Jews and Christians who there was a lot of persecution and this and that, pagans, Muslims. There are places here, for instance, where they can coexist not always easy because a lot of you know a lot of our principles are different mm-hmm. but 
Marxism, socialism, cannot abide anybody thinking or believing differently. So they see it all as a cult, even though Marxism itself is a cult. And, and they have to imprison and torture and you know reprogram people. And we're seeing that here. We're literally seeing that here now in the United States of America. They're, the this is actually foretold, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the they call them secular, but they're really not because this is a religion infinitely more powerful and more damaging than any cult. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing right now in China which the current sitting president of the United States fully endorses and allows and actually speaks highly of is a crime against humanity. And this is who we supposedly voted for. I didn't. Me neither. And I'm pretty sure 80 million people didn't. (laughs) But as you heard in in our lead-in, Apparently, 150 million people have died of gun violence. Since 2000, and what did he say? Since 2000, I believe he said 2007. Yeah. Wow. Which is because Considering there's like 300 million people in the U.S. In the that, entire country. So half the country. So half of us have died of gun violence in I the last several God, years. His handlers need to take numbers away from anything he says. As soon as he says any number at all, he they should need get to, up there and say two or two or <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Shut off his mic. Well, and now we know why he wasn't allowed to to give a press conference for the first three Even the one he finally presidency. did that all my lefty friends were praising, he rambled off into oh somewhere. And you watch the sycophants on CNN who, by the way, have... Little l- Brian Stelter! ...literally come out and said full-blown that they are indeed propaganda and kind of proud of it. That they did indeed do everything they could to, this to get this. This was alluded to by Chuck at the beginning of the show. Yeah, but it's, it's Project Veritas they're on caught CNN camera on camera saying it, <laughs> which immediately got you know Project Veritas yeeted from all social media because you know God forbid we should report the truth ever. <laughs> this guy. I mean, when it comes to numbers, I don't think he could even figure out how many legs he needs to put in his underwear in the morning. That might be too hard for him. The man can barely count to two. And he, yeah, he's he's older than Abby in human years, but he was never known for being intelligent before. I mean, people who supposedly voted for him, did you completely forget that he's run for office, what, four times, five I don't, not that many. Three, I think. Okay. And and he actually had to drop out last time because he was caught plagiarizing, lying. You know, it, yeah. and, and the dude is on camera bragging about extorting Ukraine. Son of a bitch! They, they, they. And 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 it's, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This isn't made up. You can watch the video of him laughing about it. And 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 yet, 
talking about it somehow makes you a pariah. It's like, people, do you not know how propaganda works? Because CNN does, and, and they're proud of it. They're masters at it. They've been doing, they've been, they have been so obvious about it since Ted Turner left the network. He founded it. Time Warner bought it. But, I mean, there, there's still and videos that, that, out there and, right and now. And he walked away from it. He's no longer involved, and they've even he's criticized them for being too political. Right. I, I, there, there's still videos out there right now that you can that you can look up, and they're easy to find because not only are they proud of it, but they're laughing at you. They're laughing at you because you're stupid enough to buy it. Where they literally said on camera, on air, still on video, you can watch it. Back in 2015, that Hillary Clinton was their candidate and they couldn't do anything more to support her. <laughs> now, is that news? That is not news. No. News is reporting the facts. What these people do is not news. And a lot of people have said they have the memory of a goldfish. They don't recall that the term fake news was not invented by Trump. Trump turned it on them. He didn't invent that word. He didn't invent that term. They exhibit it. They exude it. They perfected it. Mm -hmm. But they are the ones who started the idea. Now, how many times have you seen a little kid tell you what their brother or their sister did Mm-hmm. So that they'll get in trouble first for doing the thing that the little lying conniving shit did first. Yeah, I get three. Bite me. Uh, just for the record, the bell says ring for wine. <laughs> but there's no wine, no wine, no wine, because I definitely know Kay last for sure. <laughs> All right. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yeah, we do not do tequila on this show anymore. We will not do tequila anymore. on the show anymore, ever anymore. Anymore. All right. <sighs> All right. Well. Well, well. Uh, on to the next segment. Well, I'm thinking that... Uh, now, see, that's why we can't have nice things. I'm thinking that we'll continue with why this, why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Did you have something else in, in, in mind? Well, I would, I would, I, we promised our... our, our Loyal listeners, that Max was going to be up next. Well, we cannot let them down. Um, I don't mean to be mean, and Max isn't in the room, so I'm just going to say this. This might actually fit in this segment. Perfect. Okay. Let's find out what we got here. Let's see how well Max did. I'm pretty sure he did pretty good. To the culture in our name, CounterCultureWise is pleased to present Max Mangles the Bard, a continuation of Hamlet. To re or not to re, that is the question. Whether well, it is nobler in the behind to buffer the flings and gallows of outrageous fortune or to flail arms against some seeming troubles, and by opposing, end them. To cry, to weep some more, and by a weep to say we end the buttache, 
and the thousand unnatural shrieks that flash the hair blue. Tis a consternation directly to be fished, to cry, to weep, to weep, perchance to scream. Aye, there it is, bub, for in that weeping breath what screams may come when we have shuttled off this rural soil must give us polydactyl paws. Those yeah. polydactyl paws. You know, I <laughs> I hate to admit it, that is as inaccurate as it was. It was impassioned. It was a beautiful, beautifully delivered, Max. Good and job, Max. It actually now. does, your interpretation does fit in with some of the things we're going to be talking about in this segment. I think you did it justice, Max. I really do. Yeah. To re or not to re. Stay tuned for the animated versions of Max. Yeah. He's like, he's very proud of himself. (laughs) All right. Looks like Max is in the studio for the rest of the night. All right. Cool. Who knows? Maybe he'll get pizza. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. (sighs) This actually is kind of sweet. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. This Mine? sounds like us. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Almost half of adults who have children or pets are put off buying nice items for the house over fears that they will be ruined by food, drink, and animal dribble. Max doesn't dribble, do you, booby? He's like, I do claw, though. Yes. A survey of 2,000 UK parents and pet owners revealed two-thirds currently have a sofa which has been stained by a child or an animal. Or both. The most common... Or gin. Wait, I don't live in the UK. (laughs) The most common stains were caused by food, with 28% having marks on their sofa from eating. That would be me. I'm I'm almost proudly a slob. This is followed by pen marks, 21%. I have marked a sofa with a pen before. Non-alcoholic drinks. What are those? 16%. (laughs) Grease from hands. 14%. And wine. 13%. I will admit that I did a very dramatic mind, point at, yes, at my co-host our, here. Our, our okay, but in my defense, <laughs> it's not because I was drunk. It's because I have fibro and my body goes, Mu- She gets muscle spasms and she'll suddenly go gurk and whatever's in her hand That's goes why we have flying all over the hashtag house. Hashtag save the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. And many pets are, have, are on the bad books too with more than one in ten respondents Admitting their sofa is covered in animal dribble. The average household has caused 117 pounds, 93 cents, what are pence? I don't know. 117.93 pounds of damage to furniture over the past 12 months. More than 2.3 billion pounds across the UK, according to research by Furniture Village. And 14%... 173.9 pounds is 241 bucks. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, it's our, enough. Our couch costs less than that. Well, that's because we never mind. <laughs> we didn't steal it, but we got it for a very good price. We did. And it was used, but in extremely good condition. We've had it for years. I can't lie on the thing without falling asleep. It's It literally is a lazy boy couch. So, literally. Really very, very high quality. Um, okay. 14% said they paid a professional to clean their stained soap in 2020, causing costing a further 320 million pounds across the country. As a result, 45% admitted to being nervous about buying anything nice in case animals or little ones or James's 
stain or break it. And 64% are waiting until their children grow so they can invest in good quality items. Yeah. Furniture villain, villains, furniture villains, <clears throat> village carried out the research to celebrate the launch of its new living proof range of stain resident. That's why they're, they're talking about all this to pimp their own sofas. Here we go. Is that what it is? Furniture village carried out the research to celebrate the launch of its new living proof range of stain resistant sofas. Mark Reynolds, retail buyer at Furniture Village, said, Watching helplessly as a dog with muddy paws or a cheeky child leaves a stain on the sofa can be a painful sight. And us clumsy adults can't avoid the blame either. Well, I'm living proof of that. And wife is too, with four in ten grown-ups also responsible for accidentally marking the sofa. Unfortunate and potentially costly incidents are happening, happening across the UK, putting families off buying the quality furniture they okay, really I'll want. I'll admit... Uh the stains are mostly ours, but the claw marks are mostly Max. This is true. Except the side of the mattress. That's, That's Fritzy. Fritzy. That's Fritzy. Yeah, she's our 420 kitty on the dot. No, I'm, I'm serious, folks. Changes. She has a built-in system mm -hmm. that, that senses when I am in need of a bathroom break or a glass of water in the middle of the night, and she will wake me up to do that. And then one last time... Minutes before my alarm is supposed to yep. go off. She is the backup cat. Mm -hmm. She is the backup alarm kitty. She's a good kitty. She's good. But once in a while she goes too far. And she, if I ignore her, whether deliberately or not, that's when she starts knitting on the, on the mattress. Knitting, as knit. we call it. Knit, knit. Max is just so regal right now. He's, yeah, he's, he's in a just, very, very he's happy in place. He's very perch. proud of his performance. He should be. It was excellent. And the videos are coming out soon. You'll, you will love them. <laughs> you will love them. All right. Moving on. Well, folks, we did it. We have achieved maximum stupidity. Trees are now racist. No. Mm -hmm. So my my understanding is this involves a, a mascot. So are we talking In like... In Portland. Where else? So uh, this doesn't involve Native Americans nope. or even animals of any kind, right? Nope. <laughs> so kindly explain to me and our, our beloved audience what we're talking about here. All right. Here. So before I get started, keep in mind, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I'm very familiar with the fauna there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was, and, she was telling me things when we first started dating I had no idea about. <laughs> so. And the things that they're accusing the trees of being capable of doing are not... Accurate. In their repertoire. <laughs> Not what they can do. No. A Portland high school delayed a vote to change its mascot to an evergreen tree over concerns about its potential ties to lynching. Um. Now, everybody knows if you're going to lynch someone, you use an oak tree. Pine trees are useless <laughs> But... This isn't even a pine tree. It's, it's an it's it's what are usually used for Christmas trees, right? Exactly. So Ida B. Wells to... Barnett High School, named after the prominent black activist and reporter who documented lynching, was set to vote on the new mascot last Tuesday until a board director shared community concerns over the tree's 
imagery. I'm wondering if there was any concern with the imagery there in using a tree as our mascot. Portland Public Schools Board of Education Director Michelle DePass asked at the meeting and was quickly slapped down because she's a moron. Oh, sorry. Nope, that, that was me. I think everyone comes with blind spots. And I think Yours that might have been ears. a really big blind spot. The blind spot is between her ears. One of the committee members involved in choosing the Evergreens mascot said the issue was broached during the process. We did talk about it, but we were looking at the symbolism more as a tree of life than a tree of death. Well, that and nobody's ever used a freaking pine tree to lynch anybody, you absolute morons. As succinctly puts it. Osborne, the person speaking in the above paragraph, is black, said the Evergreens mascot had nothing to do with the horrible history of lynching in the United States. Lynching trees typically are not evergreens. By the way, something that nobody ever mentions. Death, ageless, and evergreen. Anyway. Um, lynching was something that was done to either criminals or dissidents, and many, many white people, I do not have the research, but it could very well be as many, if not more, white people were lynched than blacks. Just so we're clear. Uh, of course, we still have to talk about it because re. To re. Or Max, not to read Max. Enough. You already yeah. did it once. Good boy, good boy. Thank you. He did it very fine, though. I mean, he I, did an I amazing can't say job. Say enough good things about his his job. All right. All right. <laughs> Next. I've been waiting for this story for two weeks. I'm so sad we haven't gotten to it until now. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I think there was. I forget which cartoon character it was. Oh dear. Oh, oh dear. my. It was hardy har har. I don't remember. <laughs> this is actually kind of terrifying. <laughs> a mum was left horrified. Not a mummy, a mum. This is another British. It's she r- gets all of her articles I from, love the Brits. from the you UK. Know, you know why? Know. Because they can report on the news that we can't hear. That's true. A mum was left horrified after her neighbor's porn accidentally played through her child's nightlight while she was asleep. Only in 2021, people. Dawn Lothian from Edinburgh had put her daughter to bed when she was startled by a loud moan coming from her bedroom. The daily She quickly realized the noises were coming from an X-rated movie and was shocked to find it had somehow connected through the Bluetooth nightlight. Same thing. The 29-year-old said, I was sitting in the living room and I heard a loud noise. I muted the TV and went through to where my daughter was sleeping, and right enough, I heard the noises of it and I couldn't believe it. She went on. I shouted at my partner to have a listen as I was in shock. Luckily, my baby is far too young to understand what was going on. Thank God. Yeesh. It was the first time it happened. It was loud moaning. It's a starlight projector that you can connect music to via Bluetooth. Wrong music! The following morning, Don left a note in the stairwell asking the neighbor to disconnect their Bluetooth from the nightlight. Stupid! Anyway, the, the, the note says, Whoever wa- was watching porn last night at 11.30 p.m. has connected their device to our baby's nightlight. Can you please disconnect ASAP? Thanks. If she had been a better mother, she just would have disconnected her Bluetooth. and. Well, duh. You know, seriously. 
Her note. Well, I already read what it was. Why like. does a nightlight need a Bluetooth? I mean, I mean, there's technology that's cool, and then there's like, why? I don't know. I kind of five years ago that would have thrown me off, but now you know, technology, whatever. You can't, you can't even drive the street without. Yes, yeah, says the guy who I'll be in the living room doing like dishes or well, not in the living room. Either. You? I'll be in the dishes. Kitchen. I do dishes all the time. Bite me. <laughs> have to, or else that we'd run out of them. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I'll be in the kitchen doing dishes, and all of. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All of a sudden, the, the Bluetooth speaker will start playing Jim's. Whatever Spotify. game he's playing. Oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, and I'm like, wait, what? Because <laughs> you forget to disconnect your speaker. Yeah. But I don't watch porn on it. But anyway, the mom said she has been unable to wait, pinpoint. Wait, Some of those noises were definitely porn. Come on, spoink, kabing. Okay, cartoon porn. This lady's scary, scary looking. The, the mo- huh? She's scary looking. She's kind of like... Got a pierced nose and like really weird she ass lips. She was and... at one point a good looking woman. She's scary looking. Anyway, I, that's not the point. The that point was is. my mom. I'd want to go back. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was I saying? The mom said she's been unable to pinpoint which neighbor is responsible, but thinks the note worked because the porn fiasco has not been repeated. She said, I haven't tracked down the neighbor, but I think they got the point as it got disconnected. The important thing, why didn't she disconnect it? Her, her own. I mean, if her child needs a nightlight, those things you can get them for five quid at the five quid quid. store. I, I don't know what, what the. Get them for the, five quid at the store. You get a, no, you get she had to have the foo foo Bluetoothy. The thing is, is you have to pair it from both sides. Yeah. So she should have just unpaired it. Duh. Unpair your light, unpair your light from me. God, that song is stuck in my head now. (laughs) Ever since Frankie came back from the dead to sing this song, it's been in my head too. In fact, today I was listening to um, listening to Sinatra's greatest hits. Actually, Max is a little miffed that he didn't get to sing that song. Well, I'm sorry, Max. I didn't know Max could sing. Yeah, I heard him in the shower the other day. You were in the shower. Max was outside because Max doesn't take showers. He's told me that in no uncertain terms. <laughs> when he was a wee little baby, I tried to take a shower with him, and, and he told me that that was not something he was the into. Cards, huh? Yeah. And a lot of the, con- the the conversation about this article, because now every news article has things... Uh, I'm more bemused by her strange-looking face. What had she done to it? I know she looks Any weird. Any need for the sourpuss, though? 
Yeah, she's weird looking. Weird looking. It's like if you're going to use the picture, I don't know. And speaking of sour buses, <laughs> this guy actually looks kind of innocent. All right. Um, this actually came out on April 1st, but I wanted to sit on it to make sure it was real. So you checked your sources? And it's real. Oh, no. A man who police saw strolling naked this morning in South Carolina Street told officers that he was doing a, quote, walk of shame, end quote, as penance for cheating on his wife, Third. according to the actual arrest report, which you can see a picture of. <sighs> Investigators say that Michael Boatman, 41, was spotted by a sheriff's deputy around 1.10 a.m. as he walked on a Spartanburg street with <clears throat> just a clear bag over his genitals and a blunt in his hand, which I'm sure had nothing to do nothing to do with his situation. <laughs> blunt in his hand. <sighs> that should have been from Florida. Boatman, one cop reported, explained that he was doing a walk of shame, which he needed to complete for his wife. A second officer noted that Boatman said that he had cheated on his wife and was doing a walk of shame. Boatman also reportedly referenced Adam and Eve from the Bible, stating that he was willing to go to jail for his acts. Well, congratulations, Booby. I think you won the lottery. <laughs> Two Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office deputies noted that Boatman, a Spartanburg resident, admitted to... Drumroll, please. Earlier taking math. Yeah, surprise, don't say surprise, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> even, surprise, dear mother. Even yeah, seriously, even Max rolled his eyes at that one. Which isn't easy for a cat to do. <laughs> Max pulls it off. While being questioned by police, Bowman allegedly sought to run away from deputies, but was taken to the ground and handcuffed. Ew, they had to touch him. After being placed in a squad car, Bowman said that he would try to escape from jail and asked a deputy to, to shoot, shoot him. him. No such luck. Ammo's expensive, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Pictured above, Bowman was charged with indecent exposure, disorderly conduct, marijuana possession, and resisting police. Bowman's rap sheet includes three separate domestic violence convictions, court records show. So... What kind of a woman? I, I just I know well, where you're going. I, I know, know where you're going. <laughs> what kind of a woman would would live with this guy? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I get it. You you make a mistake or two, and desperate times call for desperate oh, measures. Man, I repent, tell you. dude. Repent. 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 I'm not. I'm. You know. It's, yeah, just leave, it, <laughs> just leave it alone. All right, folks. Well, with that, we're 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 gonna leave you there. We're gonna come back with Dog Abby and Florida Woman. Florida Floridian Woman. There we go, Floridian. <laughs> Extra Floridation. We shall be right, right back. In this digital society, making connections is quickly becoming a lost art form. 
Yet, if you are a small business owner, building your network is the only way you can get ahead. Can these skills be learned? You bet they can. Read Nose to Nose Networking, no-nonsense in-person networking tips from a master. Who's the master? Well, who better to teach networking and friend-building skills than a golden retriever? The author, Melanie Hope, takes the antics of Abigail and translates them into the human experience. Through Abby, you will learn how to set your intention, build a network, and get into and out of conversations with grace. If you love the Dog Abby segments on our show, you will love Nose to Nose Networking even more. Find it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in hard copy or on Kindle or Nook. Visit counterculturewise.com for direct links. You never know when an emergency is going to happen. Whether stuck on the road, riding out a power outage, escaping a natural disaster, or surviving a doomsday apocalypse, what would you do? Disaster can strike at any time. Join hosts Nick Pierce and Sophie Prince for NP Media's exclusive prepping and survival program, Are You Ready? Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Listen to Are You Ready? and Be Prepared. Are you tired of your neighbor's loud Wednesday night parties? Is your boss a jerk? Has someone's inane social media posts driven you to drink? We have the answer. You've been dogged. Cleanup service has been the number one doggy mess cleanup service for over 40 years. And for the first time ever, we are offering an exciting new service we know you'll love. For a low additional fee, we will take the poop we scoop from your yard and under cover of darkness, fling it at the home of your choice. It's strictly confidential, discreet, and safe. Dial 1-877-FLING-IT to sign up today and we can be demoralizing and desecrating your neighbor tomorrow. You've been dogged. You're number one for number two. Are you sick of sitting out east to dinner or getting stuck with salad? Are you tired of having bacon and eggs without the bacon? Do you wish you could sink your chops into some pork chops? At Forstuken Farms, we feel your pain. Introducing the world's first culture pork. Blessed by me, Rabbi Yutzi. It's good, I promise. Would I steer you wrong? Whether it's Tukish or Snook, you're gonna love Forstuken Farms kosher pork. I eat it all the damn time. These are triggering times between mean bosses forcing you to work your full shift as scheduled, having to actually be considerate to your fellow human beings, especially your friends and loved ones, and also having to constantly endure microaggressions from people who honestly believe they're innocent and have the best of intentions, not to mention orange man bad, the world can make you want to pull your blue hair right out of your head 
bark like a dog and scream re at the top of your lungs. Yes, the world is a scary place, but your car doesn't have to be. Introducing the Toy Motor Safe Space, the first SUV designed and marketed for millennial college students and the professors who inspire and influence them. With 23 cubic feet of storage space, you'll have plenty of room to store your picket signs, your crayons, your stuffed animals, and your emotional support iguana. Each seat has its own retractable blankets and booster seat style double seat belts to cradle and comfort you. The bubble wrap enhanced bumpers will give you that college feeling even when you are on the road. Additional safety and comfort features include our patented Re-Horn, allowing you to make your presence known without a toxic masculine blast. A state-of-the-art smart sound system that automatically blocks out conservative talk show hosts and country music. And of course, bad year tires. The tires that always veer left. This fine SUV is solar powered, and when the sun isn't shining, your retractable blankets allow it to be wind powered. It's a virtual Green New Deal on wheels. Our premier model is available in your choice of Lives Matter Black or Antifa Blood Red. Arrive at your mostly peaceful protests in style and comfort with the new Toy Motor Safe Space. Toy Motor, where do you think you're going? everybody, I am Counterculture Wises' intrepid field reporter, Ms. Fritzina Wafibottom. The NSPJ says that I am outstanding in my field, so here I am outstanding in my field to give you some great news. Did you know that we have merchandise? We do. There are all kinds of things here, from t-shirts to stickers to cups and toes and tapestries and hoodies and tumblers and notepads. Mommy says that the store has all of your favorite spoofware, like the Starcox logo and the Fumbling Bumbling Investigator's emblem. One of the things that Mommy says is moving fast is the cow pillow. I don't know what that means. I'm not even really sure what a cow is, but Mommy says that cows make milk and I like milk, so I must like cows. Plus, I sleep on pillows, so this has got to be one of the best things in the whole store. Well, that and all the things that have a picture of me on them. You can support us in many ways, and this is one of the most funnest. Visit counterculturewise.com to buy your cow pillow today! Welcome to Dog Abbey, where you can get advice from the happiness guru herself, spokesdog for the Nose to Nose book series, Abigail Hope. Dog Abbey. When I was a child, my father was in the army. As a military brat, I moved around the country and around the world. By the time I was 14, I had lived in six different places. After my dad was discharged, I hoped he would finally settle in one place and grow some roots. But no, he joined a major insurance company and made his way up the ladder, which meant even more moves as he went on to head up larger and larger regions. Abby, don't get me wrong. He was and is a good father, and his hard work kept a nice roof over our heads and food on our tables. I never wanted for anything, yet now that I'm an adult, I find myself repeating his habit of constantly moving. This is not because I'm a company guy like Dad. I am self-employed, work remotely, and can settle down anywhere I want to. And I keep believing I want to, but every few years I get the itch and start packing my things. I have never been able to hold down a relationship 
and I seldom make serious friends because I know that eventually I will be moving on and probably never seeing them again. I've even considered knocking off the pretense and simply buying a camper rather than plunking down rent or house payments any longer. Am I crazy? The Wandering West Virginian Dear Wandering, When I was a puppy, I lived in a house with Mom and a different dad. I do not remember much about my first year, only that I learned to swim in a nearby river and that we were happier not being with that dad. For a while, we lived with Grandma and Grandpa in a city far away from where I was born. Then we met my real dad, and we moved to a house with a really big yard near a park with ducks. After Grandma went away, and my cat Stormy went away too, we adopted a kitten, Max. We all took a really, really long car ride and moved to Las Vegas. We moved a couple of times, each time to a totally different area. Now we live in a house near the park, and I have my own pool. I love it here, but I understand Mom and Dad are talking about doing another really long car ride. I am an old lady now, as far as doggy years are concerned, but I am not afraid. I know that no matter where we go, I will make new friends, have new adventures, and still be me. And there will always be tennis balls and walkies. So, no, you are not crazy. You love adventure, and that is a good thing. Settling down does not mean planting yourself like an old chew toy in the ground and never digging yourself up. It means being content wherever you are. If that means being content in different places every year, then I say you are doing better than most people I know. My only advice is that you rethink having serious relationships. If the COVID-19 lockdowns have taught us anything, it is that we now have the technology to stay in touch with those we love no matter where we are. Mom and Auntie Lexi never lost touch, and Mom and Dad still have friends and family all over the country. Heck, all over the world. The best part of having different friends in different places is that you always have someone to visit no matter where you go. Do not be afraid to be who you are. If you like to move around, then do that. You will most likely find a partner who wants to move around with you, like we did. Keep making new friends and settling down wherever you want to go. Happy trails. Love, Abby. So refreshing to hear her again. Oh my gosh, it's been forever. A long, long time. Pizza has arrived. Pizza. Fritzy is up in her perch eating. She is <laughs> has a look of absolute, I don't even know, adoration, joy. Ecstasy, baby. Ecstasy, that's the word. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you very much, Magic and Nick, for being so generous. She appreciates it very, very much. Very much, yeah. She said, I'm allowed to put as many chili peppers on it as I want. All right. Well, good. <laughs> so this is also the time where we usually share our wine of the week. Yes. So why don't you go ahead and have a taste and tell us what you think. Let's do this. Well, it's not going to separate my head from my shoulders like it did last week. I tried to be gentle on you this week. Yeah, I was. I tried to we be were, gentle on the show this week. Yeah, and on our listeners and all that. <laughs> but yeah, this is a, a quite a delicious drink, and it is a daiquiri. Yeah, I made it up. Yeah, 
So tell us what you put in it. Okay, well, I was looking up. I, I had a craving for melon. Uh-huh. Not because I'm a melony, but <laughs> but I, I love honeydew. Mm-hmm. So then I thought, okay, Midori, mm-hmm. which is a liqueur. Yeah. It's not high alcohol. Right. So I figured it tastes oh, good. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really. Uh, one of my favorite drinks, which we might have another time, mm-hmm. is a watermelon and cucumber. Drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very refreshing. That's a That'll be nicer this summer. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I'm saving it for. Yeah. Uh, we don't really do daiquiris. Um, we didn't even do our margaritas uh, blended, but I thought, okay, blended would slow us down. A liqueur, no tequila, would probably get us slightly less snocker than last week. Right. And uh, so I looked up some recipes, and of course, there's frozen melon and this and that. Well, I could not find frozen melon anywhere. That's so odd. I know. I, in I Vegas, thought, you should be able to find that anywhere. Seriously, I thought I could just walk into any grocery store and buy bags of frozen melon. I don't know what's wrong, or, or at least cantaloupe. Couldn't yeah. find it anywhere. Wow. And they're not in season right now, so I couldn't find them fresh. So right. I could freeze them myself. But what I did find mm-hmm. were frozen. And Georgia peaches. <laughs> yes. So I thought, okay, well, melon and peach are two very lovely flavors by their own. I bet you they're really good together. She's not wrong. So I filled a blender cup with, and, and I'm not talking like giant blender. We're talking like the, what was that thing? The magic the bullet. The magic bullet. Yeah. So right. we're not, don't, don't think we're drinking an entire pitcher. We're not doing that. Uh, so I took a, a peaches. Mm-hmm. And I filled it about two-thirds full, and then the rest of the way was just plain ice. Mm-hmm. And then I took about a shot of um, Bacardi mm-hmm. and about two or three shots of Midori and water mm-hmm. and lime juice, just to give it a little extra zik, uh, blend of the crap out of it, and it's yummy. These are really, really tasty. Very refreshing. And... You know what I think these would go well with? I think go well with pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Chicken pizza. Yeah. <laughs> with so pineapple. We got a white cream sauce. It, it looks really, really tasty. I'm holding off for a few minutes because I'm diabetic. I usually don't talk about my medical stuff over the on the radio here. But well, that seems to be the, the going thing. Yeah, I know. Oh, about. I got my shot today. Hey, um, check out our, well, actually, it's just mine, but I, I guess we could, Max can do one. What one? Our, our our Facebook profile, what do they call that? Um, our, our profile picture. Frame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got my COVID I, shot. Yeah, we got our COVID. We have, we have our own, and I posted mine as well. So <laughs> we both have ours up now, and it's it's kind of a parody of it. So if you know us and want to check us out, <laughs> outside of counterculture-wise, I have mine shut down for general public consumption because I am looking for active employment in another state, and I don't want to give any potential employer any idea at all, positive, negative, otherwise. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to look on my – it's just a it's a privacy thing. Well, I have mine shut down because I got death threats. Yeah, because 2021. Mm, because of a former associate <laughs> who did something totally not – I mean just innocuous – but somebody saw it as racist, so everybody associated with that person, um, yeah. And since he was too much of a chicken to come out and say anything, uh, we all took the brunt. 
no longer associated with that organization. But yeah. honestly, the whole thing started over something totally innocuous. It's mm-hmm. absolutely not racist. Not wasn't even intended to be, but somebody took it that way, and that's all that matters. <sighs> But if he hadn't been such a complete and total coward. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or he probably could have, you know, fixed it, but he didn't. Well, bother, he didn't, so. and we're not affiliated with him anymore. No and, more. You know, just um, but he wish him us, all the best, whatever. Just, he did give us our start here. I mean, yeah. we never would have done this without That's true. That I mean, start. I'm not going to, you know. that. No. But, you know, that doesn't mean you owe your life to the guy. No, you know? no. Seriously, it's just... It's, it's not like he gave us anything other you know. than airtime, but... Yeah. Right. Well, you know, we're grateful, but we don't owe him anything beyond the gratitude for getting <laughs> it started. Um, and I don't think we would have without him, so, you know, there's <laughs> that. All right, well, as promised, Floridian woman. It makes it sound like she has too much toothpaste. That's Floridian woman. So are we playing? <laughs> are we are we going to be playing the opening? Uh, the oh, theme? that's so right. I'm, I'm waiting on the you know, we have the theme. A thing. We I forgot about we, the we thing. We haven't played the theme in forever, so it's like I know. And I'm waiting. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ever had a day you felt so stupid, lacking a brain? Well, here's a guy who'll make you feel like a genius and maybe even sane. All the world loves to laugh at losers as often as they can. Here comes another chance to chuckle. Here comes the Florida man. <laughs> Alrighty. I was really hoping you'd read this one, but I'm going to let you stick pizza in your face. So back you, far Lord. away from the microphone. Yes, dear. Or else Since I'm still learning how to work with my new fancy bionic teeth. <laughs> fancy, please. Uh, <laughs> I sound like I'm spitting into the mic all the time. So <laughs> I'll read the first one here. Interesting. A flap reportedly involving several ladies at Sensations Cabaret, an adult entertainment facility in Stewart, Florida, landed one woman behind bars, an arrest affidavit states. And remember, of course, all of these links are available on our Weber, Weber, our website, counterculturewise.com. 
The 33-year-old woman listed as <clears throat> self-employed was arrested February 22nd by Stewart police on a battery charge. Is that a thing, a battery charge? Well, yeah, I had to charge my batteries the other day for my camera. I know. I'm like, what? After the altercation at the club on Southwest US 1, just north of Roosevelt Bridge, the 33-year-old woman, a Fort Lauderdale resident, told police that about four female co-workers were upset with her. She said they were perturbed because she was making more money than they were. She grew upset and threw a bucket. A God, bucket. I love Florida. You know, I'm getting arrested for showing my nether regions on stage, the woman is quoted as saying. <laughs> is that what's what in the bucket? Ah! Sensations Cabaret has been described as a gentleman's club. Yeah, I'm sure gentlemen go there. Mm-hmm. An establishment popular with men that features partially or fully <clears throat> nude women dancing, gyrating, and or thrusting in suggestive or sensual manners. Who yeah. wrote this? This is funny. This is like because by a they, they need to actually. Well, maybe it's because I live in Vegas and I know that what gentlemen's clubs are. Okay, so maybe other people don't. There must be somebody who doesn't. Hmm. <clears throat> this one's funny. Patrons often tip the dancers with monetary gratuities. <laughs> this is written by like a guy who has no idea what a strip joint is. So I went to Hooters the other day and I did not experience a single owl. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Sensations Cabaret is not to be confused with Cabaret, the 1972 film set in Berlin. Who is writing this? This guy is tone deaf. Uh, Liza Minnelli, blah, blah, same name, for God's sake. Okay. Meanwhile, a witness told police the 33-year-old woman yelled at and threatened a woman identified as the victim. (laughs) A disc jockey said he heard the altercation and broke things up. He said he took the 33-year-old woman to the dance area when she pushed him, trying to get to the co-workers. The DJ said the 33-year-old woman also pushed the victim. I love how they're just calling him out by their ages and not by their names. Police reported surveillance footage showing the 33-year-old woman pushing the woman identified as the victim. So apparently, the altercation ensued, according to the arrest report, that uh, the other girls were jealous because she was making more tips. Mm. But the way this is written is cracking my butt. I off. mean, it's like, do, do, I mean, nobody needs to get that explained That was to them. funny. That was just odd. That, that was more fun to read. <laughs> Old chum. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tried to outsmart me, didn't you? Old chum. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. So speaking of unbelievable, it's Florida. This is funny. North Lauderdale woman claims to be Harry Potter after allegedly killing a woman in Boca Raton hit and run crash. What? She doesn't look a thing like Daniel Radcliffe, so I don't know what makes her think. Anyway, a Broward County woman is behind bars after a deadly hit and run crash in Boca Raton. According to police, 23-year-old Nastasia Snape... Mm-mm. No, this can't freaking be. No, you're Dude, not. seriously, no. Her last name really is Snape. What? Why shouldn't she just say her name was Severus and call it good? 
No, seriously. Her last that name was has Snake. has to be a pseudonym. That, there's no way that's Honey, name. this is from, I, I don't know. It's from a, oh, this is local 10. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, she claims to be Harry Potter, even though her last name is Snape. Obviously, she's lying. Was driving northbound in the area of 4000 North Ocean Boulevard at approximately 10.20 p.m. when she drove her car off the road and onto a sidewalk. That's when, according to an arrest report, Severus hit, I mean, sorry, Snape hit the victim, who was walking southbound on the sidewalk. The victim has been identified by authorities as Sandra Feuerstein. She was rushed to Delray Medical Center, where she was pronounced dead. Feuerstein was U.S. District Court judge, so this was a judge that got killed by somebody who thinks they're Harry Potter. Cool. Acting U.S. Attorney Mark J. Lesko said in a tweet, As we mourn her tragic death, we also remember Judge Feuerstein's unwavering commitment to justice and service to the people of our district and our nation. Police said Snape did not stop her car after hitting Feuerstein. She continued going, striking a six-year-old boy who was crossing Ocean Boulevard in the crosswalk before re-entering the roadway and continuing northbound, according to police. The boy was hospitalized, but authorities said on Sunday that he has since been released. She really is she who shall not be named. I'm no lie. As Boca Raton police officers investigated, oh, wait, no, the that in, wasn't Snape. That it was doesn't Snape. matter. Yeah. That's a totally different thing. Dude, what are the? No, come on. I'm not buying that this woman's name is Snape. Well, you can look another source, I suppose, while I'm reading this. As Boca Raton police officers investigated the incident, they were contacted by Delray Beach Police, who advised that Snape's vehicle had crashed in their jurisdiction. Near the intersection of Southeast 10th Street and 6th Avenue. Because Snape wasn't the bad guy, just so I'm familiar. Well, no, he was a. He no, was a, one of the heroes. Yahoo, Daily Mail, Sun Sentinel. Yeah, so from numerous sources. New York CBS. Police lo- said Snape exited the vehicle and while being treated by first responders began screaming and fighting with medics, stating that she was Harry Potter. She doesn't look much like Alan Rickman, God rest his soul, either. Snape was arrested by police on several charges, including vehicular homicide and leaving the scene of a crash resulting in death. Wow. Wow. Just wow. How does being Harry Potter let you get away with murder? I'm, I'm missing the connection here. I don't know. I just, it's, it's not like her Patronus did it. That's true. She's using she's using Harry Potter references, knowing full well I've only seen one movie <laughs> in the whole damn series. And okay. I've read the whole series and seen all the movies. Which I plan to do. I plan to read them all and see all the movies. I just haven't done it yet. It's been a long time. But, I, I mean, we're just start... watching Rowan and Martin's laugh-in now, 50 years later. Someday so. it will be funny, just like them. Mm. Our chat, God bless and curse our chat, asks, if you had to pay someone to get that name, would it be Severus Pay? Wait, do I have the thing? Uh, I really should have those buttons easier on hand. Wow. Just wow. Just wow. And they didn't mention... This article did not mention the name Snape having any significance at nope. all. That's well, just weird. To there me. was also a very important thing that they didn't mention either: yeah. the victim's race and the perpetrator's race, hmm. for obvious reasons. Obvious, but that's another story for another time. For another time. 
<laughs> this one's fun. I mean, if you think about it, wow. Okay, well, if you look at her, though. Putnam County, Florida. While three children were sleeping, Putnam... Now, why do they say Putnam County in the headline, but then they say Putnam County in this... Because Putnam County was the proper spelling, and this is typical 2021 journalism. Oh, kill me. Really? Please don't. <laughs> so, actually, not Putnam, but Putnam, County of Deputies say a woman broke into their interlocking home Saturday and made herself coffee and eggs. The Putnam County Sheriff's Office said the homeowner was at work when the incident happened while her 7-year-old and 10-year-old and 16-year-old were home sleeping. So, stop me here, but she had a 7, 10, and 16-year-old home sleeping alone with no parents by themselves, no parents in the house, sleeping by themselves, all by themselves alone what's your point? in a home. Well, mom wasn't home. Mom was at work, and the three children were home alone, sleeping. Read the next paragraph, and you'll find out more. The homeowner left her job where she was working while her three children were home alone, sleeping by themselves without any parental supervision. The homeowner left her job after she got a call from her 16-year-old daughter around 9 a.m. about a woman in their kitchen. Well... Good, because it sounds to me like they kind of need someone there to, I don't know, supervise the children. When the mother came home, Deputy said she found Wendy Kofferman mm -hmm. inside her house, quote, and I, honest to God, I'm actually quoting this, actively drinking coffee. I'm sure that's on the rest report it has to be. Please tell me actively drinking coffee is on the arrest How do you passively report. drink coffee? <laughs> Please, someone tell me that's on the arrest report. <clears throat> the perp was actively drinking coffee. <laughs> Deputy said Kofferman. There's, no, there's not enough vowels in this name. K-A-U-F-R-M-A-N. Kofferman also made herself breakfast with eggs. The mother asked her to leave, not without her daughters, Kofferman said, referring to the children in the house. Well, I mean, since they didn't have any parental supervision, one could just assume that they were open to parentage. I mean, it, it, it stands to reason that if, if children are sleeping alone in a home uh, and there's no parents there, that anybody could just waltz in and, and proclaim themselves the parent, right? Right, Max? Yeah, he agrees. Max always agrees with Mumsy. Well, this poor Kofferman woman who just, you know, came in, claimed children, and cooked them eggs and toast um, was arrested. She was then charged with burglary of an occupied dwelling. So what are you in for, toots? I burgled some eggs, and I actively drank coffee. Wow, yeah. She was charged with actively drinking coffee. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Oh Every morning, God. I'm in trouble. You are in so much trouble. Deputy said she's being held in a $5,000 bond at the Putnam County Jail, not to be confused with the spelling bee, where PCSO said breakfast, lunch, and dinner is being served. With coffee. That you have to actively drink. 
No word on how she likes her eggs, the sheriff's office said in a social media post. Hmm. Honestly, the mom should have come home and said, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. You didn't even ask me to pay for you to watch my children who were home alone in an obviously unlocked house while I'm off gallivanting around at work. Am I taking the wrong stance on this one? Not necessarily. (laughs) But some some 16-year-olds are trusted with taking care of the other children in the home. Not when they're asleep. Hmm. Point taken. All right. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the story of Floridonk. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Here we go. A Florida sheriff's deputy was dubbed the Donkey Whisperer when he wrangled an escaped donkey that fled from its owner's property and went for a run. After dr- after actively deputy drinking coffee. Or the donkey went for a run. The escaped donkey. Mm. The drinking through a crazy straw, I suspect. <laughs> Inside joke. The Okaloosa <laughs> County Sheriff's Office because I a, a saying I used to say all the time was this sucks donkey water through a crazy straw. So now we're all on board. The Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office said Lieutenant Jeff Morgan responded to a call about a horse and a donkey running loose on Buckward Road in Baker. Well, if you're going to be uh, a, loose a, horse, donkey. a loose donkey, but, uh, that'd be the road to be on. The Sheriff's Office said the horse returned home to a nearby property on its own, but the donkey decided to keep exploring because donkeys are more curious, I guess. Morgan captured it about a quarter mile from the pasture from which it escaped. I have horses and donkeys, so I won the opportunity to get the mini donkey on a rope and walk him home, Morgan said. Your full sheriff's, your full service sheriff's department and the joys of rural law enforcement. That's beautiful. The sheriff's office branded Morgan the donkey whisperer after the successful rescue. That's just cute. No, no, um, no word on whether he knocked out a taillight so he could find the donkey. For... <laughs> Looks like you got a taillight no, no, out there, boy. Hopefully Crunch. it's not. I don't think they treat donkeys the same way. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's speciesism. <laughs> right, Max? He goes... <laughs> I love that cat. He's a great kitty. He did very well today. I'm, I'm still very proud of him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Florida Moo. Florida Moo. Mm-hmm. Here comes the Florida Moo. <laughs> Okay, the resident on camera said she turned her sprinklers and car alarm on, but the cows did not react. What? Jacksonville, Florida. A kind of cattle, K-I-N-E, is that a word? It's not a herd. It is now. It is a kind. Okay, look that one up. K-I-N-E. A kind of cattle is getting a lot of attention in a residential neighborhood in Jacksonville's west side. Four cows are, not were, are... Wandering down Zane Michael Lane, when neighbor tells First Coast News, she turned her sprinklers on and car alarm on, but the cows did not react. I'm sure cows are really afraid of water. They did not stop to get a drink from the sprinklers. Because that's kind is actually a plural of cow, so more well, than one cow is a kind. All right. I um, thought it was a. I thought it was. The problem a, I'm a, having with this typo? though is that at least one of them is a bull. So they're not cows. It can also be cattle. I was going to say, they're not cows, they're cattle. Jacksonville Fire Rescue Department said they did not receive any calls regarding cow activity in the area. (laughs) I want to live in Florida so bad. 
Look, it, look at how much it took There's you to get no... me to move to Texas and then talk about Florida. Come on now. <laughs> Old people in brown water. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> It's the third Wednesday of April, and there's no cow activity, but there is, however, a bacon and entry. Oh, God. Woman is actively drinking coffee. <laughs> Unbelievable. I so bad. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. It's uh, unclear where the cows come from, but Jacksonville has a long history with cows. <laughs> Its original name was Cowford. Seriously? <laughs> I'm reading this. With cattle serving as the state's original industry before citrus and tourism took over as the major source of income for Florida. <laughs> Cowford. I had no idea. That almost sounds like the makings of a cartoon. And they're little cartoon. cows, too, because I'm seeing uh, the sheriff's uh, deputies. Yeah, they're They they're only come up to the, their waist. They're like mini cows. Yeah. I'm not afraid of them. One is definitely a bull, though. Like, very, very obviously a bull. I see. Me too. That's, yeah. So, it's cattle. Mm. So, in uh, Florida, you can have (laughs) cow activity, bacon and entering, (laughs) actively drinking coffee. What else you got? (laughs) Well... This really isn't a story of any individual Florida man or woman. But anyway, several crews in St. John's County worked to put a large fire. Why are they not editing these things? I mean, I'm turning know. into you reading this stuff. It's I know. Like, it's gotten... I have to throw words in. I have to change tenses. Yeah, it's, it's I'm really trying bad. to. I'm trying to be cool about it, but this is... So you're um, a journalist. Since you're not doing your job, would you like to hire This is an, an editor? ABC News affiliate, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, that actually has NBC and ABC logos on it. It's like both. Embarrassing. Okay, anyway, St. John's County worked to put a large fire out overnight at a landfill on Mar- so they're not, they're not content with dumpster fires. They have no. to go all the way. Three engines, two tankers, and one battalion all and responded to the fire in a, in a pear, pear tree. tree. To the fire at the landfill, according to the St. John's County Fire Rescue. The employees of the landfill worked alongside firefighters to help extinguish the flames. Because some of the material on fire were deep-seated, landfill personnel had to use equipment to move some of the material that was on fire around it and cover it with dirt. There were no reports of any injuries associated with the fire. It's kind of a non-issue. Well, I mean, you never know when somebody in a landfill is going to get injured by a fire. They could have been actively drinking coffee and didn't know that. That's that... true. You know, they could have been hanging out at Calford and not really knowing, yeah. you know. It could have been a whole incident. Yeah, could have been. Could okay. have been. <laughs> um, folks, just in case you haven't had enough of Florida. Yes. Or pizza, in Jim's case. <laughs> uh, two cops were injured in a twerking accident on Miami Beach. twerking accident? I don't think it was an accident. I think this was very much a twerking on purpose. I see. Miami Beach, Florida. It was a wild Friday night in South Beach. There were even women who jumped on the police car to twerk because black lives matter. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIP. Of course, this had to do with spring breakers swarming the city. <gasps> Super spreaders! Ah! Miami Beach officer Ernesto Rodriguez, a spokesman for the department, said two officers were injured while dealing with a very large crowd near 8th Street and Ocean Drive. While taking a subject into custody, officers were forced to utilize pepper balls. Yum, yum. I love pepper balls. I put mm-hmm. them on my pizza. I put them mm-hmm. in my hamburger. To disperse members of the crowd who were disorderly and surrounding officers, Rodriguez said, several subjects have been detained, no cows, and nobody actively drinking coffee. Oh, no. Two officers were injured and have been transported to the hospital. More police officers are enforcing the rules in the area of Ocean Drive and Collins and Washington Avenues from 5th to 16th Streets. That's really specific. So if you're in Florida, avoid those areas. They continue, including Esplanade Way and southwest of this, that, and the other, and turn left of the Taco Bell. Okay. (laughs) All package liquor sales ceased after 8 p.m. in this area and after 10 p.m. in the rest of the city. What in the hell is a package liquor sale? That's something Amazon needs to look into. On Thursday night, officers said some people in the crowd threw bottles at them on Collins and 11th Street. Rodriguez said officers arrested three people during the mayhem. And, of course, if you go to counterculturewise.com, you can find the archive linked where you can indeed see the twerking incident that harmed police. Before the incident on Friday, Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gilber said the risks of the coronavirus pandemic Pandemeric? 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 There once was a pan named Demeric. Kill me. (laughs) And a rise in crime by tourists have forced the city to implement strict measures. Yeah, they look like they're worried about the flu. Uh, Oh, in the water, the Miami Beach Marine Patrol Unit and the U.S. Coast Guard are searching for illegal charters and enforcing local, state, and federal laws. What, they're actually doing their job? I know, huh? Who would That's think allowed? they should be enforcing laws? <laughs> oh, my God. What's going on in Florida? So somebody in chat looked up uh, liquor stores, apparently package stores, a also liquor known store. as package stores. I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's just... Uh... So are you telling me that if there are a bunch of women under a lamp pole and a man walked by and they said, Oh, God, look at his package. They're talking about his booze? It is Florida. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Next! And it's not being sold, or I don't know, maybe it Next. is. Who knows? Oh, righty though. Okay, this one's weird. Okay, yeah, this is weird. Max, good, he's not in the room, because I think this, this, this article would upset him a bit. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. A man caught on surveillance video is accused of stealing cat blood what? from a veterinary clinic in St. Augustine. Sheriff's officials said the St. John's County Sheriff's Office posted pictures showing the man who walked up to the door of the Anastasia Cat Clinic on September 17th. 
The man was seen touching and inspecting an Antec Diagnostics blood box before leaving the area, sheriff's officials said. About 20 minutes later, a truck seen in the parking area and a man wearing the same clothing walked up to the clinic and took the box. The box contained four vials of cat blood. Why? 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 The vehicle then left the area. The box containing the blood vials amounted to a $600 loss for the clinic, investigators said. Well, this uh, article, well, it's not a new article, but maybe we can find out in the future, maybe they'll reveal in court why he would do such a goofball thing. Maybe he had a dying cat and needed to do do a blood infusion. So there was no interview with the dude like, hey, guy... Well, if there is, it's not in here. Why? Why did you? Maybe he didn't know it was cat blood. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's maybe it's a he's veterinary a, clinic. What a, other kind a of blood feline would it be? vampire? I will suck your blood, blah blah. Max, <laughs> Max. <come> out. <laughs> blah blah. <laughs> oh my goodness, Maximo. All right. This one is an honorary Florida man. I'm pretty sure he should have been from Florida. At least he was in Florida. 51-year-old Thomas Courtney of Mount Juliet's Courtney's Restaurant and Catering. Oh, no, buddy. You screwed up your business, too? Told. This sounds like an excuse I would make. Told officers that he thought he was in his bed when they found him asleep behind the wheel of a running car late Thursday night. He was heavily intoxicated. You don't say. Metro Nashville police responded to the intersection of Donaldson Pike and I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. At 11.24 p.m. That's kind of early for being that drunk. To a report of a man asleep behind the wheel of a silver sedan sitting in the middle of a land of traffic. Officers found Thomas uh, Corsi, 51, younger than you, Jim, slumped over the wheel asleep and beginning to wake up. The keys were in the ignition and in the on position. They eventually got Courtney out of the vehicle, noting observing bloodshot, watery glass eyes. Not glassy, mind you. Glass. At least that's what the article says. And a man that reeked of alcohol who was slurring his speech and staggering when walking, probably like the person who wrote this report. A warrant details that Courtney told officers he was, quote, in his bed, end quote, when asked where he was after he got out of the car. He was in his bed. A records clerk revealed multiple prior DUI convictions and that his license status was revoked. Wow. <laughs> Thomas Courtney was charged with DUI third plus and driving on revoked two plus. Of course, he's free in a $9,000 bond from which he drove home. In his bed. In his bed. Isn't that an episode of the monkeys where they're erasing beds? Yes. <sighs> the monkeys is one of my very favorite TV shows mm-hmm. ever. And this article might not be quite up yet, but... Um, Oh no, it's up. You can go ahead and click on it. I um, I went ahead. You, you found another one. I didn't. I didn't find it, so I looked it up the oh. other, the okay. traditional way. That's anyway, what? What? 
A man who operates a Ferris wheel at a South Florida flea market was beaten up by a group of people who witnessed him physically attack, it says a black mother and one of her children, I don't care what color they were, witnessed him physically attack a mother and one of her children. The incident was caught on video, believed to be Saturday night at the Opaloka Hialeah Kamanawalea <laughs> Flea Market Carnival. The, this video shows the ride operator holding a Ferris wheel car while the woman and her two children exit the car. The man who's wearing a mask can't, can't be seen saying anything, and then the woman starts shouting towards the man as she steps out of the car. The man then apparently pushes her in a brawl and sues. A toddler fell to the ride's platform in the process. That's a no-no. Two onlookers, a man and a woman, burst through the gates of the area to defend the mom. More bystanders also rushed in, all of them wildly punching and kicking the ride operator in a melee that lasted about 30 seconds. Right, I'm watching the video. She damage. did hit him first. Did she? Yeah. Hmm. I, the, I, Lord knows what they're talking about, but like a whole buttload of people jumped in to beat up the guy, but she did hit him first. This Not carnival, saying what he did was right. This carnival, the first of the year at the flea market in Miami-Dade County, Belan, Belan, began April 8th and will conclude April 25th. Looks like this guy got concluded already. The carnival yeah. is operated by Hildebrand Amusement Rides, which provides rides, food, games, and other attractions to everything from church outings and charity events to large-scale festivals. Newsweek reached out to Hildebrand Amusement Rides for comment. They didn't get one. Highly is a suburb located just north of Miami and west of Fort Lauderdale. The festival offers wristbands for $25. It allows festival goers to have unlimited rides. Wow, that's a bargain these days. Yeah. Saturday's incident comes to the country, seeing another uptick in racial unrest and the usual I don't thing think about the racial. guy who was who was I don't think it was racial at all. Stepped on and blah blah. No, blah. I don't think it was racial okay. at all. So he's holding the car, and she grabs her daughter by one arm and drops her on the ground. Her little son gets out, but as she's still holding on to the daughter, who's like halfway on the ground, the mom swings at the guy. Lord knows what they said to each other. I would love to know what that conversation was. And then, of course, everybody jumps in and starts beating the crap out of them. Far out. I mean, if it was racist, it was in a different direction than what they're reporting. All righty, then. There's no need for that many people to jump in and start fighting. I, I don't know what she was so upset about, though. I mean, she came out of that car hot as hell. She was mad. She's shaking her fist. It's, she hits it's him. Newsweek, and they didn't tell the whole story. Of course, they never do. It's they Newsweek. never do. They used to be able. You used to be able to rely on on <laughs> Newsweek to be an accurate source of information. All right, this. Uh, let's jump out of Florida, shall we? And yeah, let's just do that. Head back into nice things since we have a little bit of time, but not too much. I want to talk about. There's a few of them I want to talk about. Okay, which you you pick. All right. I'm going to choose my favorite, which is the very last one on the list. This. Oh, okay. So we don't have a sounder for abject terror. <laughs> <laughs> Scream. <laughs> Run screaming from the room. But uh, I mean, we're not gonna this, this takes the. Oh, it can't be reached. That's not good. Okay. Oh, bummer. Let me look for that while you read one, and I'll. Okay. I'll just. I'll find it. Really? It's not working? Nope. Not the one. That's all okay. right, well, let's talk about the Chauvin trial because we haven't talked about it at all. And I don't want to talk about it, but mm. apparently they've already threatened all the jurors, which means, I mean, there's no way in hell this guy's going to get 
a, a, a fair trial. It, it's impossible. Um, CNN already doxed most of the jurors. They're already getting death threats. They never were sequestered. And now people are coming after the witnesses. So vandals targeted um, Barry Broad's former home after testimony in Chauvin's case. The former Northern California home of an expert police use of force witness who testified last week for the defense. So the dude's just doing his job. He's doing his civic duty. Um, he was targeted over the weekend by vandals. So this is not justice. This isn't even vigilante justice. This is just terrorism, plain and simple. Unfortunately, these morons are such bad terrorists they couldn't even get the right house. Police in Santa Rosa, California, said the vandalism occurred early Saturday morning at the former home of Barry Broad, a former Santa Rosa Police Department training officer who moved out of the residence several years ago and no longer even lives in the state. Because Mr. Broad no longer lives in the city of Santa Rosa, it appears the victim was falsely targeted. So these brain donors left a pig's head and animal blood at a completely innocent family's home because these terrorists are trying to bully a state's witness that had nothing to do with the case other than he's an expert on the subject. Because they do not want justice. They do not want peace. They want vengeance. And they're not even willing to allow the case to move forward. Anyways, these absolute dipshits covered the house with pig's blood and a severed pig's head because that's how you do. And it wasn't even the right house. So I hope the family that lives there is safe and okay and not permanently traumatized. Um, and I hope they don't find out this guy's real address because these people are insane. Well, here is an interesting fact, a factoid that shouldn't make you afraid at all. Nope. <laughs> <clears throat> Here is the headline, Missing in Action. Six of America's nuclear weapons are unaccounted for. Yipe. The longest missing nuclear weapon hasn't been seen in 71 years. Wait, what? 71 years. It's just like... Oh, golly, uh, where did I put that? Did I leave it at, you know, the mall or... You know, around the time that Hiroshima, you know, around that, give or take. Here's what you need to remember. While this should be as scary as suggested, and it is, the good news is that in the last 50-plus years, no other nuclear weapons have been lost, at least that we know of. The 1996 John Woo film Broken Arrow features a quite memorable line uttered by character actor Frank Whaley, who is also in uh, Pulp Fiction, really good actor. I don't know what's scarier, losing nuclear weapons or that it happens so often there's actually a term for it. In fact, the term Broken Arrow does refer to the loss of a nuclear weapon, and it has happened more than once. Really? Between 1950 and 1980, there have been 32 documented nuclear weapon accidents that involve the unexpected accidental launching, firing, detonating, theft, or loss of the weapon. 
To date, six U.S. nuclear weapons have been lost and shockingly, but not so shockingly, never recovered. Below, you will find a breakdown... How do you just oopsie-doodle a nuclear weapon? Can I do that? <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> they, they want a national registry for gun owners, and they can't even figure out where the hell their nuclear warheads are? Nope. We, we want these people to be in charge of our health care? Uh-huh. I'm gonna go ahead. I think it's time to end the show. <laughs> we could end the sh- we could end the show on this. It might be our last show if one of these things get Yikes! gets detonated. Wow. Oh my god. So yeah, I'm just gonna give you a brief rundown real quick. February 13th, 1950. The longest missing nuclear weapon hasn't been seen in I'm 71 sorry. years. Nuclear, nuclear. We're being corrected. You can't say nuclear. That really scares me. Anyway. Um, Why would they put all those vowels in there if they didn't want us to pronounce it? You know, Hawaii is a state. Okay. Well, the first one was lost when the crew of a United States Air Force Convair B-36 bomber was conducting a mock nuclear strike and was en route from Ilson Air Force Base, Alaska to Carswell AFB, Texas, when it developed engine trouble. Not wanting to have a crash with a nuclear warhead, the crew was ordered to drop its 30-kiloton Mark IV Fat Man bomb, same one, same kind of one dropped on either Nagasaki or Hiroshima, bomb into the Pacific Ocean. Wait, I thought they said it was a mock. It was a mock mock nuclear strike. Ah, but listen. The bomb, according to the official report, the bomb didn't contain the plutonium core necessary for nuclear detonation, but it still contained a substantial amount of uranium. So that's how they could get away with calling it mock. 1956, six years after losing the first bomb, two nuclear cores were lost. A B-47 bomber likely crashed in the Mediterranean Sea while en route from McDill Air Force Base okay, to Benguru. Count- and if you throw your keys in the bushes, have you really lost your keys? Oh, they haven't found them since, so yeah. Anyway, it is reported missing. February 5th, 1958, during a stimulated combat mission near Savannah, Georgia, another Air Force B-47 bomber carrying Mark... A stimulated mission? Melanie, I have five minutes. <laughs> you know, seriously. Oh, really? You're going to throw the time at me. During a sim... That's true. During a simulated combat mission near Savannah, Georgia, we all going to die! January 24th, 1961, somewhere near Goldsboro, North Carolina, a uranium core is likely buried in a field and we're all going to die. December. Is that what Abby was referring to about the old chew toy? Yeah, (laughs) buried in a field next to a chew toy. (laughs) December 5th, 1965, somehow an A-4E Skyhawk attack aircraft loaded with a one megaton thermonuclear weapon managed to roll off the deck of the USS Ticonderoga and fell into Pacific Ocean. The pilot, plane, and bomb quickly sank in 16,000 feet of water and were never seen again. The pilot? I'm more concerned about the nuclear bomb that could have killed us all, but yeah, the pilot. Spring 1968, the final bomb to be lost and not recovered occurred sometime in the first half of 1968 and involved the loss of the U.S. Navy's nuclear attack submarine, USS Scorpion. You know what's really surprising? What? Not a damn one of these can be blamed on Trump. Are you sure? How is this even an article? (laughs) 
You know, it's from a, a website called the National Interest, which you know maybe that is more in the national interest than that is some a of the little stuff that they're bit terrifying. Just a little bit. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you sleep well this evening. <laughs> I'm going to be taking a lot of drugs. <laughs> I'm just joking. We're not, folks. This has been a lot of fun. It went by so fast. I'm, I'm, it always does these days. Wasn't it um, uh, Fred Rogers who always sang, I, you know, I hate to see you go at the end, or yeah. it went so fast, and here we are at the end. Or it might have been another Carol episode. Burnett, but anyway. I'm so glad we, we had have this time together. Just to have a whoop, laugh. Whoop, whoop, Okay. Uh, womp, womp. Let it be said that I am tugging my ear. Thank you, first of all, Nick and Magic, for the pizza. It's been It is fabulous. delish. I apologize if we chewed in your ear. No. Thanks, Dave, for joining us and chat with your awfully, wonderfully punny comments. Uh, God bless you all. To Liz, if she's still out there, we love you, and we will see you next week. CounterCultureWise is a Stormcat production. Episodes of this program will be archived on our website, counterculturewise.com, and available immediately on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and everywhere good podcasts are found. If you would like to advertise on our show, we have a couple of fantastic packages to choose from. Contact us through our website to get started as soon as our next episode. You can also support our efforts by joining us on Subscribestar. We have several incentives and exclusives for patrons, so check them out. If you'd like to make a one-time donation, there's a link for that, too. If you like our show, you'll love our merch. Stop by the store for exciting new products every month. If you have a question for Dog Abby, please email abby at counterculturewise.com or use the form on our site. If you'd like to be a guest on our program, there's a form on our website for that, too. For comments and further discussion, please visit our Facebook page. For complaints about our show, please fill out the ID10T form on our website, and we will give it the immediate attention it deserves. Meanwhile, no matter how cruel the world around you may be, always remember the importance of kindness. Be kind to each other, be kind to animals, and be kind to yourself. See See you you next next week! week. (laughs) 